0: It is better to die for the Emperor than live for yourself.
1: Cleveland, in fact, does rock. Ladies and gentlemen, from the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga River, live from Cleveland, Ohio, USA, tonight, this is the Emperor's Court, and I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by no one. I am alone in my studio as I adjust my mic levels here. Ladies and gentlemen, Highlander has texted me to tell me he is on the way, but he is not here right now, so tonight, at least for now, I'm solo. Welcome to the Emperor's Court here on First World Productions, vtwproductions.com. I am your God-given host, the Emperor, and here's how you can get in on the conversation before we get going this evening.
0: Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW.
1: Now, see, I don't know if I can actually add Heilner to the uh, purge list. I kind of wish I could. I don't know if that actually works. There, I kind of, for a minute there, I couldn't hear myself in my headphones. I'm a lonely, but I'm not alone. There's a difference, pusser. Anyways, folks, a lot has happened this past week. Yesterday was St. Patrick's Day all over the world, March 17th. Uh, It's highly celebrated here in the United States and in other places around the world, obviously in Ireland, but uh, also in Canada, New Zealand, Australia, Great Britain, uh, kind of in Spain, kind of in France, most of them, so... It's lonely, at the top isn't an Says frets. Yes, actually, it is. Being up here on this pedestal looking down at everybody else. So I have some stories to tell you tonight. It's going to come later this evening. Uh, as far as I know, we have all the segments coming back again this evening. Uh, Highlander, of course, has those. Unfortunately, this is not going to be the huge show that I was hoping it would be, uh, only because we had to do it a day early. I kind of got sidetracked during the week, and some things have been happening around here uh, at the station, what have you, that kind of derailed what I wanted to do. I also have not received the two razor mice that I was supposed to. Thanks, Majif. Where the hell are they? Supposedly, he bought two mice for me off of Amazon there in the UK and sent them to me, but I have not received them yet. One can only wonder. I have people that need to be added to the purge list this evening. Quite a few. As far as that goes, the Archbishop Shrigs will be good enough to take this down, I would hope. Oh, so wow, one-y. I don't even know what the hell that means. Anyways, I'm impressed to see as many people here in IRC this evening as, as uh, I think it's got to be like the fourth time I've said that this evening. I'm impressed to see how many people are in IRC considering we gave three days' notice. This is not the night we normally go on, and it's a Friday evening, which most people are usually out and about. And for those who sit Friday night listening to a podcast, as Pusser. Thank you, Pusser. So glad you showed up. Who's C-O-T-P, Call to the Pussy, I guess? Well, you know, you are what you eat, I suppose. People are messaging me in here in IRC. Yeah, the view is awesome, actually. A little exercise. It must be lonely at the top, but the view is awesome. Yeah, it is. It's true. You know, what? that's a good point. It's not actually, my room says, it's not a podcast that's published. I got Shogun Total War 2 this week. It dropped on Tuesday. Uh, I actually bought it and have yet to play it. Go figure. Now, that's not, well, that's not entirely true. See, one of the cool things, and I was going to wait till Highlander was here, but what ended up happening was I bought the game, and I loaded it up, and never got a chance to play it. And it's, it, I just got done patching because I have Steam up and running. So I'm looking at... Uh, I, I littered it up the other day, and I, I was you know, trying to play it. I didn't actually play a game, but I was intrigued because what it does is it allows you to customize your avatar. You have this, this Japanese samurai general that you can customize how he looks, the armor he wears. There's various armor that drops randomly during the games that you play. My guess is I don't know if it happens in the game itself or as a result of the match when you're at the screen... Yeah, the score screen, and it says, you got this item. You know, you got some cool katana, or what have you, or knock it on a sword, or, you know. But I did get to pick my logo, my emblem, my colors. Uh, The colors are blue and gold, which are the colors of the clan, uh, clan imperial guard. I got to pick a logo that's somewhat similar to the one we use. We kind of use a a laurel wreath or the alternate logo, kind of like our, our road jerseys, if you will. Anybody in American sports can tell you what a road jersey is, kind of like your alternate jersey. Is uh, we kinda used a inverted, or not an inverted, but a, a modified uh, Freemasons symbol. Fosher says she is here because she's trying to wrestle into somebody into submission. Really? That sounds hot. Although never having actually seen what she looks like, that may be disgusting. I don't know which. Speaking of women of the show, digits here, Smurfett's here. Buster's here, although I don't know if she's much of a fan, more of a staffer. But Digit was telling me that she's got her own YouTube channel. She's asking permission to use part of what we do here on it, but apparently it's uh, backslash incorrect Digit, D-I-G-I-T. For those who want to check out YouTube, her YouTube channel. There you go. Yes, I am stalling for time. I'm sure it's running through your mind. I haven't actually launched any topics yet, but uh, back to the Shogun Little War thing. Um, anyways, it gives you options as to what kind of units you actually want to have. And that's kind of intriguing, because what you can do is it gives you one of four options you can either have better than average spear soldiers Yaris, better than average archers, better than average katana swordsmen, or better than average cavalry. One thing that I've noticed in Shogun and I guess they they mentioned this at the beginning, but it never really occurred to me exactly what they were referring to, only because I kind of read it in passing is that the amount of different uh soldiers different unit types is actually kind of limited. you only have like maybe. Two or three different kinds of archers or two or three different kinds of infantry, whereas in previous games like medieval like Empire, like Napoleon, like Rome, you 'd have you know x amount of number of different types of soldiers, and it actually kind of mattered this one there I guess they 're trying to simplify things I guess it 's got too complicated for some people i don 't know. But it's uh, blue and gold, and they've got kind of like a spiral thing with like three blades. That's that's my little logo that my troops will wear. In a way, it's kind of like Dawn of War, where you get to paint your army, although quite, not quite as involved. And I, I really liked that. That was probably my favorite option, other than the game itself, was the ability to customize your units in the Dawn of War, and Dawn of War 2, where you can actually paint them. I, I had all kinds of sets. I had a, a Cleveland Brown set, an Ohio State Buckeyes set. I had a Notre Dame set. I even had you know the flags that you plant when you're capturing a... a uh, strategic Spot, you know, actually had those. I know Desperado had an Africa Core set. It looked pretty badass. On oh, insists they make an RTS that hinges on realism less realistic? Uh, yeah, it seems a little, a little less complicated. And the Total War series in and of itself is not extremely complicated, but I guess when you get right down to it, it's more so than your contemporary games such as, like I just mentioned, The Dawn of War, StarCraft, WarCraft, things of that nature. I see Onan is cruising for the uh, purge list because he has jumped ship to this. Again, I guess it's called to cult of the pussy. I guess who wouldn't jump to that, huh? Yeah. Anyhow, cult of Watson, I've heard. Does Watson have a Facebook? Does Watson have his own cult? No. And actually, I was going to do a Watson thing today, but I said to push it back, and I guess now it's a good time to mention. Programming note for later next week, ladies and gentlemen. We will not be on the air March 26th. That's next Saturday. Unfortunately, we're going to have to skip that altogether because that is the Princess Imperial's birthday party. So we will not be here in the studio. We will not be on the air. However, not to leave you hanging, we will be on the air, video air, actually, March 25th. Highlander and Varyar, both of the Planet Imperial Guard, will join me in studio to do the Versus the World Fantasy Baseball draft, live draft being carried on Yahoo. I'm going to stream it live from the Whopper, so you'll all be able to tune in and watch it as it goes. We'll so get some commentary and some opinions and some analysis of what happens, as well as doing our own uh, drafting. I'm hoping everybody turns up. There's quite a few euros, so it's kind of a bad time for them. My apologies, but there's not a whole lot you can do about it. 9 p.m. Eastern next s- Friday. Sorry, But you can set your draft up ahead of time if you want to, so the computer does it for you. Fail Turtle says, Did Emp ever explain how they hacked Watson to actually hear words? As far as I know, they just hooked him up to a voice synthesizer, kind of like in that movie War Game. War Games, same thing. It just kind of started speaking. So there you go. But I'm intrigued by Shogun. I don't know that I'm ready to... I, obviously, I haven't played it. I've only gotten as far as the customization goes. And it's okay. It's obviously... Uh, Creative Assembly decided this time around that they were going to actually invest some time, some money, and some effort into the multiplayer you know, wing of this franchise. And that's probably the one glaring problem, other than the fact that they you know, take their sweet time, if ever, actually balancing out the game, is that multiplayer has always been kind of an afterthought for them. They just kind of threw it in the box. Like, ah, well, I guess we gotta got to have it. So they just kind of toss it in there. So, well, I'll, I'm interested to see how this goes. And apparently, as you play games, as you start to win games, you start to accumulate experience points. Your soldiers, that when you go into a game, have more you know, experience. They have a higher attack, higher defense. You know, less chance of routing. You know, your general gets better weaponry. I don't know if the general himself fights. I do know you can get, apparently, a samurai hero in the game. I'm not entirely sure how that's going to operate. I don't know if that works the same way that heroes do in in Warcraft 3, but I can't imagine it would. To me, that would kind of ruin it. They've always tried to get as much realism as possible out of the game. You know, within limits. I mean, obviously, you can only make a simulator so good. But I hope this thing doesn't become the Blade Master going around just owning everything with its blade storm or windwalk. I, I, I really hope that it's just some badass guy with a giant freaking katana sword going around slashing people. But he can be easily killed like anybody else. Calgore says, if you have more than two people playing in Total War, how do battles work? Are they all automated, or does everyone wait until each person finishes their battle, finishes their battles? Uh, Calgore, I think you're, you have a misconception of how the game's played. Um, unlike. Up until recently, with Napoleon and Empire, there was no campaign. The games were this: you are given X amount of money, say in Rome, you you can actually set the money you want, but you get twenty thousand denarii. You can then buy units, depending on which faction you're playing, up to that point. There's like a point system. If you're building like a, a Total War, I'm sorry, a, a, a Warhammer set, you have X amount of points to spend buying whatever troops you want. This is the same thing. You have 5,000 Koku, all right. which is, I believe, one Koku is the amount of rice necessary to feed one person for a year. So you have 5,000 Koku to go ahead and buy units and form your army. Then you both take to the field on the map that the host selected, and you play. If you have more than two people, it's just like you know any other RTS, three-on-three, four-on-four. You start next to people around you. The Highlander has now arrived, better late than never. But you start the people start next to you, your four facing the other four across the, uh, across the battlefield. And Haran has converted to the cult of the pusser. He wants abs- absolution. Absolutely not! To the purge list with you. So Highlander, welcome to the show. Jeez. Is your car dead?
2: Is it dead? No, Is it it's dead. not dead.
1: It's not dead. No. Cool.
2: Clean the terminals and everything and uh, start it up. So
1: Well, here's what we're going to do. Because uh, you got to adjust your mic. Don't touch that... It might be poisoned. I'm going to put this on music. We'll come back in about two minutes. I'm going to let him get his headset on. I'm going to let him adjust his microphone. You know, and I'm going to grab him a drink because you know, liquidation is very important. I don't know if that's a word. It is a word, isn't it? Liquidation? It's the bad use of it.
2: Well, There, there, there was a Darkwing Duck villain called the Liquidator. The Liquidator, yes, I
1: know. The Liquidator, the Quackerjack. Jack. Quacker Jack. Uh, jack. Uh, Bushroot Megavolt. Root, Megavolt Bush... Negaduck. Negaduck. I think that was all of them. I think that's, yeah. Oh, no, 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 Steelbeak.
2: He wasn't part of the no, the Finnish Organization for fight.
1: World Larceny. Foul. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. but he was a villain. He's in there. That's true. So I'm just reading the different IRC. All right, so we got a whole range of topics tonight, Highlander, uh, and some stories I have to get to. Do you have any St. Patrick's stories? St. Patrick's Day stories?
2: Do I have any St. Patrick's Day stories? Um, wow,
1: that pop shield really makes a difference. Damn. All right, really you know, let's problem. stop asking questions. I actually get to get into the music. All right, folks, we'll be back in about. Uh, give me two minutes here for Highlander setup, and we'll play like one song. So don't you know freak out, and we'll come back, and then we'll kick this thing off like the right way. So hang loose. At least in my
2: earphones it does. It sounds fine. Uh, okay, well if it sounds fine to you, that's cool. Maybe it's just these headphones. I don't know.
1: It could be shitty headphones. Nice little Rex. Ha ha. On the air for 15 minutes and already taking music break. You're becoming like every other show. Well, thanks, <laughs> Dick. All right, uh, Highlander, go ahead and check your microphone because we actually I had the wrong mic plugged in, the bad one plugged in. Okay.
2: Well, luckily I've got uh, oh, the forbidden knowledge is okay this week. Uh, the stupid video game moment should be pretty good, and I've got a special part of the quickening. It's uh, it's something I'm, I'm thinking we might want to do because I know we're going to be talking after the show about uh, ideas and things. So right. I'd like to do for actually the we do that next week. Oh,
1: next week? Yes, next week.
2: Uh, next week, Saturday. I will not be here.
1: Uh, I won't either. That's why we're doing the show on Friday. Fantastic. We're doing the the uh, baseball draft Friday. Oh, okay. But yeah, I already told them we're not here. We're not here next Saturday. Fantastic. So yeah,
2: because it's my sister's birthday. We're going to uh, White Oaks actually.
1: Oh, are you? Yes. Good. Good choice.
2: Yes. Good choice.
1: Actually, that's uh, the Princess Imperial's birthday party. Uh, her birthday is actually th- Thursday. Are you going to have it there? N- no, we're having it here. You oh, just, okay. You're going to White Oaks. I'm just saying we're having yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Saturday. I, the
2: okay. I brought it up, and you're like, oh, there's... So there you go. Okay. All right.
1: So apparently Highlander sounds like he always does, which is good. Uh, Barry's sipping Pepsi. Actually, I just offered him, uh, Highlander here, a throwback Pepsi. That's the Pepsi of choice when I actually can find it. Well, it only comes out once in a while. Right. So, anyways, so do you have any St. Patrick's Day stories? I had a bunch. I actually have have a bunch of stories this week. None. Really? No. What would you do for St. Patrick's Day?
2: Zippity-doo-dah. Wow. I decided to avoid the drunks and the car crashes and, you
1: know. See, I always do, actually. I I came home. I went down to the parade because they had 320,000
2: people packing the parade in Cleveland. I also heard it was a shorter parade because uh, a lot of our officials are in jail.
1: Yes,
3: <laughs> and so all of them did, with Irish names exactly, actually are yeah. Italian
1: names. I'm sorry, most of the Italians are. What the hell is it? Demora gone, Demora, Russo gone. Yeah, and the rest of that, you know. I, I guess I'm thinking of the O'Malley's of the world, and oh yeah, McCafferty's of the world. The second cousin, that's the judge. Really? <laughs> yeah. Although it's, she got reelected, I don't know how. She's getting. She's under a federal indictment, but. Wow. Uh. Anyhow, so I got actually got stories. You have stories. I have stories, and yes, the 24th. That's correct. But uh, I don't know if we should do that now, or if I should tease that and bring it out a little later, or...
2: I don't know. I've literally just sat down. So right. I'm still so all discombobulated, we... so to speak.
1: Well, take a deep breath. Calm down. <sighs> okay, that's off. Anyways, what I did on St. Patrick's Day, I went to the parade for my lunch, mm-hmm. which, of course, it started late, so I only got to see like 10 minutes of it. Come back, and, uh, you know, do the rest of my day. I actually left an hour early to avoid the, you know, clusterfuck that it is downtown Cleveland during St. Patrick's Day, for the right. much the same reason you did. Sure. So I got home, had myself an nice corned beef sandwich, and, oh, God, was it good. Oh, and I got enough to make another big sandwich. I can't eat it, though, but I, oh, damn, every time I open the, the fridge, it's mm-hmm. right
2: there. Like, damn it! Corned beef's not bad. It's, oh, just, it's great. It's, it's a little too greasy for me.
1: Um, yeah, I can see that, that's I just, guess. That's just my, opinion. I mean, I, I I've it had it. where you get it from.
2: It's not like I would, like, turn my nose up at it, like, here, right. have a corned beef sandwich. I would eat it. Right. But I would probably choose other things over corned beef, given the choice.
1: Nice, Barry. Go figure. and would like something that combines Pepsi and throwing the Pepsi Throwback. Nice, <laughs> well played, sir. <laughs> Actually, Barry submitted uh, a uh, thing for us to read for the creative writer.
3: Oh, okay. for the show,
1: we have to take away. Actually, we've we gotten a couple submissions. Oh, fantastic. However, I'm surprised we didn't get more than that. Now, granted, you know we haven't you know, shut the door on people, you know, submitting. But I'm just surprised we only got like three. So I would appreciate a few more to give us a little bit of variety. I and mean, nothing since we have to pick just one we like a bunch of people, we might pick more, but uh, yeah. we have to take a look at that. I will be forwarding those submissions to you. Okay,
2: So you Fantastic. can take a look at them
1: uh, yourself there. Um, sure. What else did I have? Uh, da, da, da. Oh, yeah. Then I came home, then I worked on the basement. By the way, the basement is done as far as the walls are done. Really? Yes. So what are you doing tomorrow?
2: Am I doing tomorrow? Yes. Uh, what am I doing tomorrow? Tomorrow prim- I am getting a new battery for my car. Okay,
1: and then you're coming over here to primer my walls with me. Am I really? Yes. And Sunday. Yeah. Your weekend shot, my friend. Uh, I don't know if I can do You didn't that. know that. But. Well, that's actually, that's what I'll be doing tomorrow is working on uh, getting the, the primer up on the walls. Uh, okay. this, cause it's going to need two quote, two, quotes, two coats. Once that's done, then goes up the paint, then the carpeting. God willing, knock on wood, maybe by the end of the month, we're moving into that thing. Fantastic. I cannot wait. I have a list of people that are going to be added to the purge list tonight.
2: Oh, what uh, did something happen while I wasn't here?
1: Yes. Lots of things happened while you're not
2: here. Please,
3: illuminate uh, me. Uh,
1: Digiwitu, for instance, apparently is an Irishman who hates other Irish people, or at least those of Irish descent. Oh. Yes, he, he made it very clear in the uh, VTW forums that he does not like Americans who celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Oh.
2: and That's an interesting thing, I I, I'll ask you. I I will on. say, I, I do find it kind of ironic that uh, we choose to celebrate the patron saint of Ireland by getting shit-faced and right. throwing up at a cheap plastic green hat.
1: Except you didn't, I didn't. Most of the people I know didn't. I actually, we went, I went. To, I was not done with my story, but came home, we went to 5 o'clock mass at St. Mary's, came home, had my corned beef, uh-huh. worked in the basement, went to bed. I mean, I, I mean, for St. Patrick's Day, that's pretty much all I ever do. I don't really go out and, and drink. But right. yeah, I, I guess that's an interesting point, Highlander, is that as Americans, do we put too much of a, too much of a, a weight on where we're from these days? It just seems like everybody's got that hyphenated thing.
2: Do we put too much weight?
1: You're an Italian-American, you're a Native American, you're an Irish-American, you're a black I don't, guy, I don't know. I've,
2: I've never put too much stock into it, really. Uh, for me, I'm, I'm an American, if that's it. I understand I'm not a Native American. Right. But, uh, you know, I've, if I keep going all the way back, and even I'm not even 100% Scottish. Well, either. I don't I think it's
1: never... 100% of anything. I right. Mean...
2: <laughs> but I, it doesn't really, you know, to, to me it's almost like, you're trying to pump yourself up or prep yourself up into something that you're really not.
1: I suppose it depends on on, on how you go about it. And most people I know, it, it's kind of in passing. You know, it's Friday, bro. Thank you, portal. Oh, I'm glad you told me what day it is. But uh, I guess I was a little taken aback by the, the vitriol and the the ignorance of comments that were made. Regarding exactly how things are done, you know, outside well, of, it's, of it's, Ireland,
2: it's, 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 it's nothing that should get someone angry. I mean, if that's you, you want to call yourself be. an Irish American, well, fine. no, 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 no. Or, I mean, it's not I mean, you, but just you know, right, in general.
1: But them from Ireland, oh, I guess, are pissed okay. at everybody else who you know kind of draws the line across the map back to where their you know family originates from. Oh. and really seem to to take offense to that, and, and apparently he, he talks with the entire country that apparently they all hate our guts. Uh, I so, which I did not know, I, I was not aware of this, and I guess it's kind of disconcerting, a little bit disappointing, um, to me. It's 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 an interesting point, something to play up, I guess, for the, for the something. show. But I, I also you know,
2: wouldn't take the just take for granted what one person on the forums. Oh, well, I says, wouldn't. Like, either. I you speak know, for all Ireland e- when exactly.
1: I say you know. So we can go ahead and add him to the purge list. Actually, he's in IRC this evening, so we can go ahead and add him to the purge list because okay. you know he's a dumb shit. But having said that. Aaron, go brag. What does that mean? It's Irish for you're fucked. <laughs> five greatest Irish movies of all time. Number one, The Quiet Man.
2: Five greatest Irish movies yes. of all time. The Quiet Man. So you're saying like uh, ones that are, took place in Ireland? I, I whatever the movie like centers around that. Yes. Um, number one, The Quiet Man. Has to be. Darby O'Gill and the Little, Little People. People's number four. Oh, That's number four. This okay. is my top five. Your yes. top five. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, Where does the Boondock Saints go in there? Number two. Number two. Yes. No, you're not going to be cheap and say Boondock Saints 2 is number three. It's no, like, I'm going to say that. Uh, okay, I, I combine good. them. Yeah. Yeah, I want, you know. um, some kind of movie that takes place in Boston, maybe? No. Okay, I no. wasn't sure.
1: Number three is Michael Collins.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. Although yeah, not as Michael accurate
1: Collins. as I had hoped it would be. It was still pretty good.
2: Uh, see, number four
1: is um, Darby O'Gill and the Little People.
2: Got that one, yeah. With a young Sean Connery. Yes. Pre-James Bond.
1: Actually, it was that gig that got him, James Bond.
2: Yeah, go figure. Disney would get him James Bond.
1: The fifth one you may not get.
2: Nah, it's a movie that not.
1: came out a few years ago. And it's a good one, but I didn't get a whole lot of airplay here. What is it? The wind that shakes the barley.
2: Never heard of it.
1: Yeah, it's about the IRA. And this is my what the hell is this?
2: I don't know. I'm getting a text
1: from Mystic Mim, who is oh, not okay. here. This thing. She's out and about with the princess. Let's see what she's up to. Uh, da, 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 da. Viewing. What am I viewing? You want a fillet of fish?
2: Oh, that's right. It's Friday. Well, that's right.
1: I've, yes. I've, I've, I've heard the... That's uh, why I can't
2: eat the corned beef. That's why I'm pissed. I've, I've heard the Arby's uh, fish is pretty good. Hell yes.
1: And I will take two of those bitches, because I haven't eaten all day. We're supposed to technically fast for part of it. And I'm pretty good at that usually, but I'm starting to really fade fast.
2: Anyhow. You're not supposed to eat at all? I thought it was just meat. Um...
1: It uh, you know it's kind of weird because the laws or the rules have changed since the Second Vatican. What, are you uh, gonna uh, go all, apparently, all, it's supposed all to be opus fasting. In this now, then it w- I've always followed these rules. You dick, not opus. Well, day. no. Well,
2: you're you're saying well, it depends. Like so, was it well, like you, an know, opus here, day thing Like I was will going to eat explain all, until
1: but... you're interrupted. You pagan Please. shit. Now listen. Go right ahead. Now I have to wait because she texts me again. Now I have got to put everything on hold because it's my wife. Done. Good. Having said that, oh yeah. Okay, so. Did you what likes Epi- likes the win the shakes? OK, no, he's talking about Tarantino. <laughs> Fuck that. Anyways, um, here's the thing. It used to be fasting until, you know, sundown. OK, then it was you are allowed one meal and then two small meals that don't equal the first meal. Then it's only if your age is 18 to 59. And it was supposed to be every Friday. It used to be every Friday. Then it was every Friday and all the you know, holy days of obligation. Now it's just Fridays during Lent. Wow. So, I, like, I, that's why I said it kind of depends. It, it has changed a little bit since its inception. So, but uh, I, I'm trying to do the one meal and two small ones over the course of a day. I see. And I okay. had my my one small meal for lunch, which is not very big. So there you go. Hailhound Hound or Lord of Atheists? You know, that's an interesting Thank point. You for it. If I'm like the godlike figure of this show, and of course I
2: am. It'd... What does that make me?
1: Well, I would assume, because in the original Bible, remember, Satan was actually a counterpart to God, more of a, more of a lawyer, kind of a, the, the foil, as you in would. In the Old Testament. Yes. In, in the, the New Testament. Testament, he's different, but in right. uh, the Old Testament, yeah. So, like, I'm just saying, in the Old Testament, I guess that would make you Satan.
2: What is that, the, the, the accuser? Is that what uh, Satan means? The betrayer. Means in, yes. In Hebrew? Something like uh, that?
1: It might, I think it is the accuser. I think it's more like a lawyer type
2: thing. So. Right.
1: I've seen maybe 15 minutes of the wind that shakes the barley says, do sex.
2: It's something you got That's 15 minutes more yeah. than me. I've never even heard of the movie. I'm, I'm actually surprised Darby O'Gill goes on your list. That's an awesome movie. I was movie. actually saying that kind of ironically. I mean it's no, not a horrible a, movie, but it's... I
1: saw it as a kid. One of my favorites.
2: It's, you know, it's, 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 it's Disney 1959. So right. that, that should tell you right there what kind of you know, story it is and
1: everything. Bedknobs and Broomsticks was a great movie. That was a great movie, too. Darby O'Gill, Little People was a great movie. Um, I guess the old Disney classics I liked. Wow. I know it's not a Disney, the, uh, really the, the live-action ones you like? Yes. Oh, okay. Cartoons I didn't care for. Mostly what Disney does recently I don't care for.
2: Well, the the, the cartoons kind of fell by the wayside because of uh, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers is always very topical and very, you know, kind, of, kind of edgy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Disney was always kind of wholesome and, you know, everything. So. Now,
1: how'd, that, how'd that work out when they brought the, the uh, Warner Brothers, uh, uh, the uh, Looney Tunes back, and they tried to give them, like, new like, I remember I remember engine. hearing about that. I, yeah, that's, it failed. That's,
2: that's the first and only time I ever heard of that. Failed. So I Visually. assume it, yeah. yeah. I assume it Little X says, what the bump.
1: hell? You cannot have corned beef on a Friday? Why? Because it's Lent, you dick. I'm a Catholic. No Catholics meat on Friday during yeah. Lent.
2: Catholics can't have meat on Fish? Friday. Fish? Yes.
1: Meat? No. Onan says, if Boonah States didn't have Irish dudes, would you still be saying it's awesome? uh yes it's, it's yes yeah, i it's would not
2: because the, that first one is pretty you know
1: i thought they were graphic. both they're the graphic and they're funny i don't care i mean it, it, i guess it's cool that they're irish but it doesn't it's i mean this, you know
2: I'm, I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch the first boondock saints i've got it if, on a blu-ray to see if maybe well i don't have a blu-ray player so. i do guess what we're doing after the show well i know what we're doing after the show but we're doing that too what
1: are we doing after the show
2: we're supposed to be planning on things that was new, next week that's what i said oh that's right that's right know. oh well, maybe keep we'll up that
3: with it then.
1: then okay so, Archbishop Sherex the same here. There. there you go. Well, you're Archbishop. Fish is a fish. That's right, but it's not meat. Since when is fish not meat? Since biblical times, my yeah, friend.
2: it's always been yeah. that way.
1: Anyhow, we have not discussed anything, of anything really important, but...
2: Uh, well, you know, uh, as, as long as we're bringing this up, um, I don't have the article up here, but I can at least recall it, uh, from the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, yeah. Who's, who's the, the director of the Boondock Saints?
1: I don't remember. Okay, Troy, well, Troy something or, something or other? Yeah.
2: Okay, well, anyway, he's planning on making a video game of the, the Boondock Saints. Really? Yes. If Are you, you, go, you sure? I, that's, that Have was one of my right there. Go on. You didn't bring it up. If you go on my. Uh, yeah, notes here. There it is. Yeah, it is. The this Boondock Saints is... director exploring video game for cult franchises.
1: hollyreporter.com Instead of the, making a video game, get off your ass and make the third one.
2: Troy Duffy. That's his name. Thank you. Good. The Boondock Saints director, Troy Duffy, was in Austin this week to connect with his fans at SXXW. What the hell is that? Uh, so, uh, well, I, mean, I, used to, I used to know. It's like a media con sort of thing. After okay. releasing two movies theatrically, the next step for the franchise would be to enter the video game space. Quote, we're thinking of making a video game out of Boondock, and I went and listened to these guys pitch me the game, and they had already done some programming, said Duffy. They had already built part of the game, and I got to play it. Okay, it's not hard. You just take Grand Theft Auto and you take out the Italian
1: guy and put in the Irish guy. Except you're shooting criminals instead of like, right. uh, Well, I guess you are. Shooting and then criminals.
2: and then you throw in some Matrix stuff, so it's like slow motion. Right. And,
1: like and then there's you know a prayer or something in there, and
3: right.
2: That'll be kind of yeah. Eight three. You like it's to fair. to get your health back? You have to like uh, pray at a rosary or, or something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go to a continue. Church. Duffy said the game industry has come very far from his own days as a gamer back when he was playing Tron at the arcade. Ooh, slow. Duffy was playing the new U-Star 2 in-the-movies game, which features two exclusive scenes from the Boondock Saints for fans to interact in. Quote, gamers are so far removed from what I know that I wouldn't even know how the hell to play them, said Duffy. The demo the developers put together for Boondock seems like real-time, realistic action. You're looking at real characters, you can see sweat on their brows. The technology is out of this world. When it comes to a video game version of the film franchise, the two things that are most important for Duffy is to maintain the gritty and rough look for the game's world environment and to allow fans to be able to play as any of their favorite characters. Quote, The Boondock fan base wants to have a beer with the McManus brothers and then pick up a weapon and fight. Says okay, stuffy. that works. With a video game, you can increase that kind of intimacy where they can actually be the brothers and hang out and do some shooting and have some fun. That communal aspect of the game is very important to me. Back in January of 2000, filmmaker Duffy released The Boondock Saints, an independent movie starring Willem Dafoe, Sean Patrick Flannery, Norman Reedus, Billy Connolly, and David Della Rocco. The NC-17 film generated about 30000 at the box office, but once the movie hit home video, a cult gathering followed. Yeah, it made about $50 million in, uh, in rentals and DVD sales. Uh, the director was able to assemble most of the original cast and complement them with new actors like Peter Fonda, Brian Mahoney, and Julie Benz for the 2009 sequel, The Boondock Saints 2 All Saints Day. The R-rated sequel earned over $30 at the box office. And did twice that in DVD sales. Again, a smash success. Video games are a way not only to expand beyond what you see in the movies as far as story and character, but they're a new way for your fan base to commune with one another and get even deeper into the whole brand, says Duffy. There are gamers now playing multiplayer games together online from different states in the same game world. Now? Different countries. Okay, we've we'll been maybe. doing that since 96. Good. Right. All right. Duffy said it'd be at least a year before the Boondock Saints go virtual in any game once he makes the decision to expand the franchise in that direction. He already has one actor on board. I think this, this game's a great idea, says Delarocco, who played Rocco in both films. Rocco. Rocco? Sorry. It seems like they make a lot of games out of movies, including older films like Scarface. Yeah, the problem is
1: that most games based off of movies suck. I, I'll be honest with you. I would, I would not have a whole lot of interest in playing this. I, you know, the Irish thing and the, the, the action thing all aside, I, I just wouldn't have an interest in it. I,
2: I would assume it'd be a first-person shooter.
1: Yeah, I would think it would have to be. Or an action-type game where that you would can be have similar too, to yeah. Grand Theft Auto. Right. I mean, essentially, I think you could do that. I just... Again, me personally, I probably wouldn't play it unless it's something fantastic out of this world that everybody's talking about. Right. Okay, I'll give it a shot. You know, Goldeneye, I'm sorry, is, is one exception that comes to it. But that's, that's <laughs> not, was that a, based off a movie or was this a uh, James Bond thing? There was a James Bond Goldeneye. Wasn't there a movie? Or was it just the? game? Yeah,
2: you've, you've never seen Goldeneye? No, I, that, that, that I, was I the might f- have, but they kind I of I swore we together. saw it in the theater
1: together. We probably did, but you got to remember, they all that kind was run the, together. That was the
2: very first uh, Pierce Brosnan one. That was the one with, yes. uh, okay, with right, the right. satellite in space, the right. old Soviet satellite.
1: Okay. It's yeah. the ones I haven't watched are the newer ones Casino Royale, Solus of Quantum Quantum, right. Solus. Quantum of Solace. I still I haven't just,
2: seen that one. Eh,
1: I mean I don't like Daniel Craig to be quite out. You don't like him? No, not really. But I guess it's kind of a mood point I guess the James Bond franchise is dead. So, I guess not At the anyone. moment, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I mean they could always bring it back. I mean, Godzilla little was dead and they're bringing that back. So, but yeah, I don't know. I would have to take a look at it. You know, it's a game. Maybe it would be kind of cool if they can get all these different, you know, people, William Defoe and Rocco and the rest to do the voiceovers. That'd be kind of cool.
2: I bet you they could. Uh, I mean, in, in this day and age, uh, actors are more willing
1: to to we'll do, do that, that kind movies. of thing. Yeah. You know, I hate to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen Boonautic Saints 2, but I, I popped big when William, William Dafoe was at the end. Like, yeah! Marked out.
2: Like, this is great. Why wasn't he in the rest of the movie? <laughs> and the other, the, the other 10 people in the theater probably turned around and Sold looked at Sold out. Opening night. Nice.
1: Yeah. Mystic nice. Mim And I went. Uh, it was it was a pack house at Crocker Park. Now, I, I, was, I had read that William Dafoe had turned it down, did not want to be in the movie. Right. And it said, you hey, know, I don't want to do it. It's been too long since so the last one. And apparently the whole thing was a ploy just so he could appear in the, in the end and lead into the movie. Oh, party. nice, nice. So I thought it was kind of cool. Hey,
2: I know this isn't an article. I just want to click, click on that number seven. I just want to see what the article says there.
1: Uh, and it's sold out everywhere but here in Cleveland. But
2: here, yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> Good Lord, that is crazy. The Violent
1: Torpedo of Truth Defeat is Not a is not an Option Tour 2011. Charlie Sheen. Yes. Very nice for those is that
2: the first you've heard of that?
1: No, 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 I know, but I just haven't seen I, this. I I haven't
2: seen the poster. the poster is ridiculous of course
1: we I don't know if that's just from this website or if that's actually their poster
2: I don't know it it, it looks pretty well made if it's just someone throwing it up there for an article,
1: but apparently if they were talking about it on the radio today on the terrestrial radio uh-huh. saying that most of the sellouts he has aren't really sold out they're only selling out portions of the theaters, and then they're opening up more seats as demand. Oh, you know, so I see. Okay. It says, you know, he sold out Radio City Music Hall.
2: Well, what is not really. Here's, here's my question. Okay. This has all happened incredibly fast. Yes. I mean, he's, he's throwing together this thing in, in less than a month from. Makes you wonder, his, his doesn't it? Well not it? Well, let me put it this way. Obviously, he's an actor, and I think there is a small percentage of him being crazy, but I think the majority of this is more ego-based and, you know, look at me, look at me, that kind of thing. But what, what is he going to do for a one-man show for an hour and a half? Rant? I guess. I, I, I Think about it. You've got you've, He's put all this together, like you just said, in he what, put two, together. three weeks? Yeah. I mean, it, 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 either he's been planning this the whole time. I can't think he's been planning on doing, doing wonder, one-man but shows. I, but seriously, in, I mean, people put one-man shows together, it takes like... A while, joking, Phoenix. Months, I mean, a I look year? At, that guy. Thought that was
1: batshit crazy. The whole thing was a fake. Right. I mean, how do we know this hasn't been a, a stage?
2: I think part of it is stage. I don't think he's really this nuts. I think it's just an, an attention. He's kind of going
1: with it. But I tell you, what's kind of weird is I heard that they estimate even if every one of his shows sell out, including all, and he's getting eighty-five percent of the of the door.
2: Eighty-five. Yes.
1: Wow. Of the gate. Jeez. Okay. Plus the merchandising and everything else he's going to get. Sure, he's going to sure clear seven million dollars.
2: That's not too bad.
1: That's a lot of work. He gets two million bucks for what? Four hours of work for a two hour for a half hour show?
2: One point seven five. Okay, one and three quarters million. That's that's what his contract right. was. Yeah, per show.
1: I, I just think it would be a lot less trouble and a lot more money, and a lot easier work to do it that way. But then again, I'm told that he's getting paid either way. There's a clause in his contract. I had read I th-
2: that. I, I I had also heard that. CBS is trying to get out of it somehow. Yeah, I, but I, I haven't like, type of thing. I haven't purposely been trying to follow. Even it if they, they get out right.
1: of it, he's still going to be in for. A, they said about hundred million dollars because of the licensing rights for the um, syndication. So he's going to make an amazing yeah, yeah through, through syndication. Yeah, be he'll be up, yeah.
2: he'll be set for a while. I also saw up there uh, for seven hundred fifty. Okay, you can actually go backstage and meet him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Rather, than me it's porn stars. So you know, let's see. About so him. when is the uh, Cleveland All right, date? Because the,
2: there's, there's still tickets available. Uh, yes, there is. Houston, I, Dallas, Denver, San Francisco, Vancouver, May. Oh, we're not up there. But you know what? Neither are the. Oh, you first know what? It says either. April fourteenth. We're before that. I right. know that for a no, fact. no.
1: We're like number three. It goes Chicago, so Detroit, those are and the, us. Those are the added shows. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Let's see. Charlie Sheen torpedo of truth defeat is not an option. Express uh, major venues such as the Verizon in Houston and oh, Vancouver. No He's going to Vancouver. How would you go to Vancouver? Do you think the Canadians give a shit about you? I don't give a shit about you. I've got to tell you, like I said, this thing's happened so fast, I'm tired of them already. You know, the tale of this comic can't pass fast enough, dude. And there's a Facebook uh, uh, page out there right now. They're trying to get enough fans together. They want Charlie Sheen, they want uh, the Cleveland Indians to invite him to throw out the first pitch for the season. Really? Yes. They want him to appear as Ricky Vaughn and go out there. Because every one of these different interviews he's been appearing in, he's got a Cleveland Indians shirt on. Seriously? It, 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 at first, that was kind of cool. Now, i like, you know, you know like, I don't know if.
2: He's probably lobbying for because he's, he's not doing anything right now. I mean, they'll pay him. I remember the, the one season, uh, I've told you, my, my high school band, they did all the uh, the pregame stuff right. for the playoffs, the 95-97. Yeah. And I was down there, and they they had an actor dress up like Charlie. It was like a Charlie Sheen look a little like. And they had the whole thing on the the – Jumbotron. Jum- I couldn't yeah, I was going to say Telemaster, but that obviously wasn't right. Up on the Jumbotron, the scene was like, Gimme Vaughn, like Vaughn, Rick Vaughn. And the guy runs out from and it, the And the guy bullpen. runs out from the comes out from the bullpen, and it looks like him, and he's got the glasses on and everything. And he starts throwing pitches and it looks like it's him. But I knew it wasn't him because he had his hair zigzagged in the back, like shaved. Right. And I knew for a fact there was no way Charlie Sheen was going to shave his hair for a Cleveland Indians. I, they've you know, done it on occasion.
1: I've been there uh, for it was Ricky Vaughn night a couple years back. It was uh-huh. college ID night. The place is packed. It was packed. I mean, it was basically all of us from CSU just ditched class and went to went to this game. And they had the same. The guy come out look like. I mean, right. he had the same glove, same wind up. Yeah, he looked, looked exactly like the dude. The same. Yeah, yeah, so uh, you know, it was kind of neat. And I hear people at the front door. Was that me or yes, Mr. Kim has returned wearing her Ohio State jersey. We were winning last I saw. I I have
2: no doubt in my mind we're going to lose. Although yeah. my brackets
1: already we're going to lose. No, no, we're going to win. Mean Louisville I, lost? I have no doubt that we're not going to. Yeah, because Louisville, I, yeah. Had,
2: I had Louisville going to the Sweet Sixteen. Awesome. So it's already messed up. <sighs> of course, it doesn't matter. You know, you can find a cat. You could probably pick things better.
1: Listen, so it's always like the girl at your office that wins the pool who yeah, has exactly. no idea what team she's actually picking. So there is that. Well, Aaron says, "Can't get drunk." So many Ohio stops.
2: <laughs> All right. Well.
1: They're bringing in more stuff. I believe there's going yeah, like, grocery shopping. They, oh, okay, yes, they yes, went yes. grocery
2: shopping. Okay,
1: be much different once they've been in the basement's done. But, meow! Here comes the cat. Meow! Eighteen-year-old cat. We inherited the cat.
2: So if we started at six, do you want to take a break? I started at six thirty. Actually, you started at six thirty. Well, actually, I may have well, to because my food's here. You know, I, I noticed because I, I checked my phone, yeah. and originally you told me seven to ten. I, I did. Yeah, yeah. I'll, let, let me just double. Yeah, pull it up. <inaudible> and you just like miraculously decide? Yeah, there it to is.
1: Show up at six. Let's see.
3: Uh,
2: Can you do the shows seven to ten?
1: I my apologies. Also need Twitter passwords. Sorry.
2: Well, it's okay. I mean, luckily I'm not a complete lurker on the VTW forums and website. And and it's you Okay. <noticed, this through. laughs> oh, we're six to nine. Well, thanks for the four one one.
1: Apparently, according to profet, Ohio State won against San Antonio someplace I've heard of, seventy five to forty six. Nice. Ouch. Thirty-one point swing or thirty-point swing? Ugh. I
2: tell you what, that uh, Princeton Kentucky game was really good. Was it? I'm not down, a big basketball fan. Came I, down I don't, to the wire. I don't, no, don't Princeton care. almost it pulled it off.
1: Hmm. So we may actually take a break earlier into the show than we normally do, but only because my food's here and I haven't eaten. Ah,
2: kind of okay. hungry. That'll work too, because we have. I have to uh, fix something up for the. Okay. For the segments.
1: So boring. Add some racism already. The show's boring. This guy shows up. He didn't even know we were doing the show tonight. He's like, "I, I don't even know but what what emperors on today." It failed, turtle. He got the front part of the name right. So, Death! There you go. <laughs> uh, when we come back, we're going to take a break a little earlier in the uh, a little earlier in the evening than we normally do. When we come back, I'll add people to the purge list. Okay. I'll tell a couple stories. Maybe we'll do a segment. And you've got to download something in the interim. Yes. So, again, i got to eat, folks. This may be a little longer break. I'm thinking like maybe 12, 15 minutes instead of 10. But no worries, ladies and gentlemen. We're going till at least 9 tonight, if not a little later. I heard Ray some M goes to Moves at a theater for crackers. Okay, well, I, I go to the movies, and it's Crocker. But I get what you're going there, Barry. <laughs> Guy wants a creative writing job, and he spells Moves movies. Got it, I think. All right, folks, keep it right here friggin be back in about 10 minutes i'll try to eat quickly which will i'll pay for that later all right back
0: warning this show is intended for a mature audience only and may <laughs> contain harsh language trans fats live nudes and derogatory comments about your mother those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now parental discretion is advised Listening to the Emperor's
3: Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together.
4: Fascistaria!
1: All right, we're back here at the Emperor's Court here on First World Productions, VTW Productions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio finally by Highlander. Always
2: a pleasure. And I am full after having eaten some uh, filet o fish. How many of those did you eat? I ate two. Jeez. Yeah. See, the reason I didn't, you offered me one, and I would have accepted, I can't eat McDonald's anymore. Because I'm, I'm trying to eat healthy. That's and then, one of the few times I actually eat at McDonald's. When you, when you, eat, when you eat healthy and then right. you go to eating something like McDonald's right. or Taco Bell or whatever, it just sits in your stomach like a rock. It does.
1: That's true. And I, and I just wolfed it down in under like six minutes or Ooh. whatever. So it's really going to come to haunt
2: me later. <laughs> Having said that, how is your uh, PX93 or whatever? It's going pretty well. Can't complain. I'm on my uh, third week now. So the, Has it been three weeks? Or th- it, I thought it was four. No, it's been three weeks. Three weeks, okay. This, this <laughs> upcoming week is the... There's the hard like, one no it's actually the, the opposite it's the easy one okay but well, kind of easy there's more yoga and there's a program i haven't done called core synergistics which i'm gonna find out this week the what hell is about. that um i don't know maybe it's a lot of uh made up name abdominal stuff and things we'll oh, find okay. out i don't know
1: Am breaking lent having a nice meat i said nice meal no. you twit fish i had fish fish is not fish a meat does, doesn't count all right i'm good all right Anyways. So what do you want to do? Yes, that was not Tony Bennett, by the way. It was, no, it was, it was Bruce it was,
3: Willis
2: and Danny Aiello. Correct. From Hudson Hawk.
1: Right.
3: Which you um, said you never saw. I've never seen Hudson Hawk, No, I've heard about
2: it. The yeah. problem, the reason why they're singing that is they're, they're thieves. Right. But it's, the way that they, they time how they do everything, the cameras and everything, yeah. they, they sing songs. So what they're doing is they're singing Swinging on a Star. They know exactly how long the song is. So as they're singing it, they're both in different parts of the, of the museum, and they're doing the thing they need to do because they know, okay, at this part of the song... I need to be here, and I need to be there, and all that. So they're, that's thats the premise of it. That's why they're singing it. Uh, I told you it wasn't that great of a movie.
1: Okay. Apparently, Pusser was writing a fanfic about me and her in a shower. I don't really know why, but I don't know. I'm, I'm reading I. am reading to try and catch up here. Something about being in a shower or something. Okay, so apparently we're just we're just picking names at random. I don't know that this is necessarily PG... PG thirteen or anything even remotely close. Is there
2: anything we do that is PG or?
1: PG? Well, no, not for us. I mean, but we're the hosts; it's our show. Oh, Damn, okay. we can do whatever the hell we want. This is the listening audience. It is disturbing. The Purge list. The Purge list. Let's add some names. I wish I had like some kind of like drum roll or whatever. Archbishop Shree, well, please the, add the following.
2: You, you have the dum dum dum.
1: Yeah, it's like dum dum.
2: I, I got to find a better one for you. That one's kind of weak, in my opinion.
1: Well, I mean, it's all we have. Yeah, so you know. Find one better for you. Anyways, the following people need to go on to the uh, <clears throat> purge list. Are you gonna give the reasons why? Ah, uh, some of them. Okay. First off, the douchebag in front of me at CVS today took forever to find fifty-three cents to pay for a candy bar and he held the line for like ten minutes. He goes on the purge list. That digiwit twit guy, apparently, because the Irish hate Americans. He needs to go on the purge list because a racist prick. Isn't that enough? I mean, I mean that, that's good enough reason it's, to put on it's, Purge. It's your Purge. That's it's right. You can, you can do whatever you my want. my Purge. Your list. do whatever the hell I want. Gohex needs to go on that Purge list. Gohex? Yes, because he's a whiny little bitch. So that, he goes on there right away. He goes oh. right, right now. Natural 20 needs to go on the Purge list for being the messenger. He gets put on there. Dr. Moriarty on the forum. Did you read that?
2: Oh, yeah. You you, you showed me
1: that. Yes. Interesting. He show. gets on the Purge list for starting that whole sh- debacle. The little whiny little... Third, he goes on there medros gets on there only because we can't go after him now he's to go on the purge list it's one thing we can get to there's like six people right there that's,
2: that's a lot I, I think that's the most you've added in quite some time uh it
1: is but you know it's been that kind of week jeez uh man. i thought there was another guy i went shut up porta the irony is not lost on me
2: <laughs> yeah irony
1: much <laughs> uh a point of interest i am not the racist he is what
2: i'm not the what? racist. you're the enabler <laughs> you, you allow my evil behavior to happen.
1: The ratings allow you to do that. That's right. Yes, not me. Uh, let's see. Who else can I put on the purge list that deserves it? Um, poster gets put on the purge list for derailing everything in my friggin IRC chat with her god-awful homoerotic fanfic that she's going, typing in. Praying to make his wrath increase. <laughs> so... <laughs> There you go. That's seven people added to the purge list. Make it happen. I only think Shriggs is here. Somebody, up, I hope somebody wrote those down for him so we can add him later. I don't know why he just keeps like disappearing in the mid-show where he doesn't show up until like after it begins. This comic he's writing better be badass.
0: Uh, ass. Okay, Shriggs is, he is here. I don't even really see him. Yeah, mean, yeah, if you look in the. Uh, I know he's uh, in
1: IRC, but he's not like talking or writing oh, down or away from. Keyboard. Yes. So I'm wondering if you know maybe we should get like a new Archbishop or like a
2: Cardinal. Yeah. We don't have a Cardinal. No, no, maybe that's what the archbishop... Oh, yeah, I guess a cardinal is above an archbishop. Yes,
1: it goes pope, cardinal, archbishop, bishop, priest. Gotcha. And then whatever else. There's, like, I don't know, chaplains or brothers or what have you in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leaf wants to apply for the cardinal position. I don't know. Man plus woman equals homoerotic. <laughs> was there a, a, a woman involved? I wasn't entirely sure. I was under the impression it was just men. I, I, I think Pusser was a bit of the Yahweh freak, from what I understand. All right, so I guess Shrigs is here, so. Can I? <laughs> I've been writing thanks to this. All right, good. Shrigs has written them all down to be added later. And, oh, and we also have a new book, The Book of Gnome. We have a, a new book. A new book, and it's the uh, the Cult of the Emperor Bible. Yes, it's kind of like the Book of Job, but it's known. Oh, okay. Exactly.
2: I, I didn't know if it was like the Old Testament, New Testament.
1: Uh, right. I think we're on the Old Testament. at the oh, moment, Okay, so because we have the Ten Commandments, which is Old Testament too.
2: I think I think the uh, <clears throat> the Bible of the Emperor's Court should be all Old Testament. Yeah, more I, wrathful I, I, God. Well, is, well, a lot of wrath, of loving like God. Yeah, wrath, kill, destruction.
1: Uh, no, no, pillage, uh, rape, did you? You're not on the purge list twice. I just never really gave the reason for the first one. Yeah, thank you, Lee, for. Uh, Exploring, explaining Yahweh and Yuri. Good. I, I, Yuri. Sorry. I'm glad we're all in the same boat here. We are. Going up. So having said that. I was wondering if Mystic Man. I can get. Hey, we got a third mic down here. Want to sit in on the show here? She's sporting her new sexy haircut. And I was going to say. You, your, awesome. haircut, your
2: haircut looks very nice. It does. Did you yes. dye it as well? Yes. I noticed that. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: Would you like to sit on the I, show here? I, can sit I here. heard on
2: Oprah that girls like it when you mention stuff like that.
1: Oh, when she came through the door, I didn't. I for a minute I thought it was like a neighbor, so I didn't know who she was. Really? Oh yeah, and I'm like, whoa. because I'm a fan of long hair, and she kind of like really chopped it off. It's not that. I mean, it's but, it's, it's shoulder
2: length, but it's not yeah.
1: That but I mean, usually it's longer, longer. But
2: well, longer damn. longer is a bitch and a half to. It probably takes what like half hour to blow dry and all that crap. And she is yeah. a bitch and a half, so it works. No, oh. ow,
1: oh, I knew that was coming. <laughs>
2: So anyway, what was I? Oh, you want to do the uh, stupid video game moment? Of the we week? could do that. Yeah, before I, I have, have everything my all set up yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: all right, let's. Uh, Alrighty, click that on there, and we'll we'll
2: go. <laughs> there it is.
1: Ow! Stop! I'm trying to, and she's hitting me. So,
2: okay. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history.
1: Okay, actually, what I want to do, uh, uh, actually, after this, since she's here, I want okay. her to see this, this YouTube video. Okay. The same time you do, and they gauge all of her reactions Fantastic. when it happens. All right. So, all right. Uh, all do right. Do I have to pull it up here? Or is it good to go? Uh, or? Just,
2: just hit it on. Just, just hit is the this Firefox. It? No, it's, nope. it's, it's queued up. It's the next one. Okay, game. that's this. Yeah.
1: All right, so I want to go to this first, and yep. then, okay. And we're there. there we go. Okay, we go, go ahead. for
2: it. Yeah. In 1998, arcades around the world began playing host to a shoot-em-up light gun game, The House of the Dead 2 the sequel to the wildly popular The House of the Dead. Now, I'm not going to criticize its graphics or gameplay, both of which are fairly simplistic and fun enough for its time. No, my friends, we're going to talk about the voice acting of The House of the Dead 2, which apparently used actual zombies for their voice acting, because truly, the actors in The House of the Dead 2 have the same acting and emoting skills of a wet paper bag.
1: By the way, true story, I found out I did voice acting, actually uh, a pusser, made a video for Casually Hardcore, and the lines are the Oh, I, yeah, I, I didn't do my lines. Yeah, but. I know that, but she went ahead and made it anyways. Oh, okay. It was awesome, and I, if I do say this to myself, I was the highlight voice actor of that. In fact, she can go ahead and post that in the uh, uh, IRC forums. We'll take a look at it here in a minute. Continue.
2: All right. The actors yeah. in the house of the two have the same acting and emoting skills of a wet paper bag. It definitely deserves to be in the conversation as the game with the worst voice acting of all time. Don't believe me, do you? Well, I've selected some choice lines for your listening pleasure just to show you how horrible it is. Bonus points if you can figure out just why I chose specific lines over another. Is this worse than, like, the original Resident Evil? It's pretty bad. Okay, here we go.
4: Enjoy. Logs of the AMS. Time they made a move. It's been a while, hasn't it, my friends from the AMS? It's me, Goldman. Everything's set. All we need to do is wait.
1: This terrible.
4: People of the AMS, I am Goldman. I don't care if you people try to get in my way or not. In time, you'll find out who's right. This is a present from me to you. Look at your left. Our emperor shall awaken soon. Hurry, friends. You've come. Friends, the door of fate shall open. (laughs) I've been waiting for you, friends. Goldman, do you know what you're doing? I'm fully aware of what I'm doing. Can't you see? Man committed a sin, disturbing the life cycle of nature. The original (laughs) sin that man is responsible to. To protect the life cycle, I have made a creature to rule over mankind. This is the the final battle. Show yourself our new ruler, the Emperor. men friends it is not over yet is that all you have to say in time a successor will come farewell <laughs> friends
2: okay you can turn it off now that's the last oh, that's the last of it yeah it goes on for a little too long I, i'll be honest with so there it like is, once or is, twice in the thing but yeah i have no uh, funny ending for the end of it uh, that is uh, the stupid video game moment of the week <laughs> I I am the emperor. <laughs> I yeah, it it sounds. Uh, the of the From across the, the information uh, superhighway, we have collected know. the stupidest moments in video game history. It uh, it sounds worse than Watson. Yeah, it does. And those are real people.
1: <laughs> it's and I'm trying to think. I mean, uh, who was actually like? directing this and didn't say, put some emotion into it. I not know. Put some into it. I
2: don't know if it was the Japanese. Shit, I would have done a game it were, like that for free. Or if it were just, if it was just like the programmers, like, they were, oh, we're not going to spend money on actors, we'll just do it ourselves kind of thing. I'm wondering if maybe that's what happened. That might have been it.
1: The lead is the reason why the voice was so bad is because they were actually Japanese.
2: That didn't sound Japanese.
1: No, I mean, they sounded American. I, did, I didn't hear I, any accent. You know, yeah. Are all the live shows like this like what? Exactly. Careful how you answer. Adjusting that. And that needs needs to be a drop-in. <laughs> it's
2: hilarious. You know what? Well, we got it now. I that's, can chop that's, it up. That's the reason why I uh, picked yeah. those.
1: Awesome. Now that's on the desktop, yes. My original editing software actually works now on this computer for some reason. So I can actually chop it up uh, fairly fairly quickly. So, yes, we will add that to our repertoire of cool drop-ins. Fantastic. And I noticed that for some reason I'm just... Booming tonight, and I've been trying to adjust the mic levels because it is kind of weird yet um, with the new system. Yeah, I'm starting to get some of the kinks out of it, but I guess it, I just don't want this thing to sound like it's blaringly loud, which when I replay it in my headphones, it sounds very loud. Right. It's kind of annoying. So, anyways, I guess we might as well do story time with Emperor because I've got a,
2: a couple stories. Fantastic.
0: Have a beer, sit back, and relax, and he'll spin you a tale. It's story
1: time with Emperor. Actually, I did say off, so we're going to watch that YouTube thing. So let's do that actually first. because It's quick, okay. but it's funny, and it's good.
2: It's quick and funny.
3: Uh, and...
1: <clears throat> yeah, I actually heard about this because they were talking about this on the radio, and I noticed it was on... Um, in fact, when we're done watching this, I will pull up the cartoon from um, <clears throat> Penny Arcade because they did their cartoon on the same thing today. Oh, okay, fantastic. By the way, folks, the mailbag was a little light. Uh, track your spending with track it cool uh the mailbag was kind of light this week it only had like four or five articles articles four or five emails so if you want to get your email read before i get to them in the third hour uh sentiment emperor1g at cox.net cox.net and let me see if i can find this this is it uh this this is actually from the mailbag i'm going to use this it says hey emp i hope you've heard of the hero of the week Casey Zangfeed kid haynes Okay, so he's a chubby schoolboy in Australia that was being picked on by a group of bullies who were much smaller than him, i.e., a bunch of thin, dumbass kids picking on someone that stood out uh, of the crowd at school. I don't want to ruin the ending, so here's a link to what happened. Needless to say, the bully got what he deserved and has been celebrated by the B-tards and the general Internet community. Okay. So let's go ahead and watch this. This is on YouTube. It's Check her Bully Fail. So it's oh. this, this chubby, taller kid in this thin little... Little shit comes up and actually punches him in the face. Yeah. The kid does nothing. Now he punches him. The guy, the kid who's actually shooting, him says, "This is kind of sad, kid." He goes in, and like hits this, this chubby kid like three times. He's like a foot smaller. Chubby kid picks him up.
2: Oh my god! Him! Right on his fucking head! Holy crap! <laughs> Hang on. Down, down, get, down I, goes. I, I want to go see this Jeez. again.
1: This kid is actually punching this bigger kid in the in the face. He finally gets enough, grabs him, and just power slams him right into the wow. concrete. Onto the concrete. Then this bigger kid comes up like, "You got to leave him alone or something, dude." Th- this kid's like hobbling around. Are you all right? No, <laughs> that's hilarious. Ye- <laughs> Fantastic, and yes, oh, he should be the hero of the week. We need to have have a something like that. Real quick, the hero of the week. The hero of the week. Yes, yeah, so, well, something similar.
2: We could do something like that. I,
1: I, nothing gives me greater pleasure than watching a bully get his comeuppance, and have. I mean, the guy just grabs him, throws him up, and then just power slams him <laughs> to the concrete. Mystic Mim approves. Now, now,
2: now, I see why he's a Zangief kid. Mystic Mim does not approve.
1: That little shit runs up to him, punches him in the face twice, punches him in the stomach. You don't think it was right for him to pick him up and slam him to the ground? You well, could have killed him. Uh, okay, in, okay, so what if you could have killed him? In his defense, he's not the one that started the whole thing. He's the kid being bullied. He could have punched in uh, face. Uh, obviously, the kid didn't want anything to do with the fighting. He didn't retaliate the first couple times he got hit. He finally just snapped. And you got to wonder if this has been happening for a long
2: time. Yeah, you know, you don't know if it's been going on for a while or if it just completely... I, I have to think it, it's been going on for a little while. I've... Right. I I wouldn't react like that.
1: If you have enough guts to go up to a kid who's a foot taller than you and outweighs you by about 60 pounds, dance around like Muhammad Ali, because that's what he did, punches the kid in the face, not once, not twice, and then once again in the stomach, you know what? You deserve what you get. I have absolutely no sympathy for this kid. And you know what? If he had died, maybe that'd make people think twice before they bully the next bunch.
0: Don't get me wrong. I don't sympathize with this kid. I just feel like it was a bit over the top. But I do believe so, that he should have got his ass. He should, he according
2: according to martyrdom, he had a dislocated knee, a hairline fracture on his leg, and a broken ankle. Good. I hope the good. And you know what? He's probably never gonna bully anyone ever again That's in his right. whole
1: life. No. And you know, I'm sure what they're gonna do is uh, he'll get bullied now. People are like, Oh, look, there's a the kid that got his ass kicked. Right. And you know what? Now there's an internet phenomenon. This kid's not gonna be able to go anywhere and keep us, you know and show his face without people pointing out and saying, Oh, you're the one who who got destroyed. On the internet, I oh, mean, yeah. and you have gotta imagine that anonymous has this now. Since it's at 4chan, Martin says case was actually the one suspended from school because of the video, not the bully. That's well, it. Well, yeah, because he's, he's the one who started it. That's it. No, Casey's the fat kid was actually the one suspended oh, from school, oh, not okay. the bully.
3: Gotcha. And unfortunately,
1: it happens all the time. The one who responds always the one who gets suspended. How somebody could not get suspended after punching somebody to begin with is beyond me. Absolutely, he should have been thrown in the brig or a oh, brig. He should have been suspended from school. <laughs> thrown in the brig. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. So I, that, that's disgusting to me, and that's, that's a Travis. Yeah, Apparently, Australia I'll, schools aren't any better than ours.
2: I'll have to look and see if, if the other kid got suspended as well. I would have to think something had to have happened to him.
1: Curtis says, I think the own kid's mom wanted the bigger kid to apologize and said that she raised her kids to walk away from fights. Okay, so her kid starts a fight, but I guess that's okay because, you know, you either start the fight or walk away. Wow. Francis this is a bit of a dangerous retaliation. Okay, in the kid's defense, again, I'm quite sure this is not a first-time occasion. If you have a buddy that's got a video camera and is taping this, that shows premeditation. They knew that this was going to happen. They knew they were planning this. They start videotaping. Then this little shit goes up there, punches the guy in the face, does it a second time, do you think starts that... dancing around Muhammad Ali and punches him in the stomach. Right.
2: Now, do you, do you think that, that, was, that those were his buddies? Like, they were going to film... That guy picking on him and then putting it on the internet or something.
3: Well, that's like, what exactly the, what it seems like to
2: me. Well, Why else would you be filming it? I don't know. I mean,
1: let's see. Martin says the bully one was spent days days afterward because of B bombing the school. What do you mean they bombed the school? They went no, after they no. I'm, I'm I mean so, obviously well, they didn't no, bomb they, bomb it. No, they
2: probably like took down the web page and sent like black faxes things like that and right. So they spent it him the because
1: anonymous went after the school.
2: That's what they're saying. It's what this guy's saying, martyrdom. The bully was only suspended days later because of B bombing the school.
1: Manly says, he could have died, but hey, you really should think before you mess with someone bigger than you. No, you should think before you mess with anyone at all. Look, I don't care what the size of the person is. You're a friggin' bully. Don't pick on people. You know, I used to have the same problem when I was in school, up and through seventh grade, when I beat the shit out of Tim Bush. Ah, guess what? They didn't bug me after that. Beat the hell out of him too. I remember I was at the side yard of my parents' house. We were playing football. This kid had picked on me all the damn time. And he actually tackled me from behind because he thought it was kind of funny. And he, I was on the ground. He rolled over on top of me, and he went to punch me in the face. I had great braces on that time. at the time. Oh, wow. It was funny because my, my orthodontist, Dr. Coe, had always said, if you ever get into a fight, you know, Amp, well, I'm not to use my real name, it doesn't matter. <laughs> said, smile, because if somebody punches you, they're going to come out the worst for wear. So he gets me on the ground. He's, he's straddled on top of me, and, and Mr. Kim, the next time we're at the parents', you can ask them, They'll tell you the story. This guy punches me in the face. I smile right before he did it. Sure enough, each one of my braces made an embedment in four of his knuckles. True. Sort of bleeding. So he gets up, and he's crying because uh, his, his hand's bleeding, and he's, like, holding his hand. I get up, decked him in the face, takes one shot to the face, decked him a second time in the face, falls to the ground, then I kicked him in the gut. Wow. I mean, and I, I was just off. You know, it's kind of funny. Because the one buddy that was there is a mutual friend of both of ours, although he hang around, hung around with this bully more often than mine. Looks and acts a lot like that small little kid in, in this video. I mean, it, it's amazing how how similar they look. Okay. Anyhow, you know, after that happened, never had a problem again. People didn't pick on me at all. I don't doubt. Now, granted, I mean, I split his lip, bled his nose. I hit him twice, and I kicked him in the gut. Of course, the next day at school, he's telling everybody that I bit him because he had, on his knuckle, his right knuckle, on the first four knuckles of his hand, he had little tiny little brackets indented in his hand where they hit the braces. Uh-huh. So, of course, he went around telling everybody that I, that I bit him. And that's, I fought like a girl because I bit him. Doesn't matter, bite nope. or not, no one bucked me ever since. <laughs> so, you know what? It was an underdog. I, to tell you the reason why was, I was very... Um, what's the right word? I don't know to pass if the right word, dear. I was, I was afraid of getting in trouble Non-confrontational? For yes, because I was always afraid of getting in trouble.
2: You know, I'm kind of, <clears throat> I was kind of the same way.
1: But after that, my parents said, No, if anyone ever picks on you, kick their ass. We'll back you up about it. Don't worry about it. If it's at school, if it's at home, in the neighborhood, you don't worry about it. As long as they throw the first punch first, go ahead and destroy them afterwards. We'll back you up on it. I was in three fights from that point on through high school, all right? Only or one of them, two of them I did not start. One of them I did because the guy was verbally picking me, and I beat the hell out of him. Ah. I've never lost a fight. I've been in my fair share, although, granted, it hasn't been in the long... Okay, <laughs> Mr. Wim's laughing over here, but... nonetheless, if, Now, if he hadn't had a Pepsi can, the bully wouldn't have had anything but a coma for three weeks.
2: Well, i, <laughs> I, I, I got to tell you, when, when he threw him down, I thought he hit his head at first. Yeah, I, did, I, I didn't, realize. I, I thought I he like, caught his face, yeah. so... Too damn bad. You
1: know what? Jeez. The kid started it. You, I think this was premeditated. he got what he
2: deserved. Yes. Yeah. You know, but I it, mean, it, I don't. I don't want to see anyone have their leg broken or anything. But if you're gonna start punching people in, the, and I'm, I noticed what he did. The, the guy didn't fight back originally. No, That's he punched him in the face. He, he did didn't, the same thing. I he done. didn't throw away. He, you know, I don't know if he was just surprised or whatever. But he, he kept on doing it, and you have to expect some sort of reaction.
1: Two says, I got. I got tired of this kid picking on me in a uh, gym, so I headlocked him and dropped him face first on the gym floor. So he gave him a DDT. He did that three times. Well, he picked him up and did it again. What, do you jake the snake? That,
2: that might be a little excessive the,
1: the third time. Yeah, you know, because he wasn't standing on his own the third time. <laughs> in fact, he wasn't standing at all. He grabbed them anyways. But you know what? Uh, hopefully people are going to take a look at this and think twice, you know, you know maybe I'm not going to pick on that kid. Because who knows? Next time the kid might have a gun. Maybe he gets tired of being picked on. You hear about these things in the, in the school all the yeah, time. You know, they bring you'd, a gun or a knife to school. You know what? People are crazy out there. And you shouldn't mess with people. If you're going to be a bully, and look, this has been a hot-button topic. We've talked about it on the show before. Oh, yeah. For like haven't. the last couple of years about cyberbullying and everything else. You know what? Too damn bad. I, I have no sympathy for this kid. I hope he has a limp for the rest of his life because it's a good reminder to my, yourself, don't be a dick. Don't pick on kids because this is what's going to happen to you if you do. Anyways, having said that, moving on to our story. Uh, actually, a couple stories um, that I have to tell. One of them happened yesterday, actually, speaking of fights. I want to check one thing here real quick. I'm looking to see if Desperado pops on because I can never catch this guy. We're on a different Man, time I shifts.
2: I haven't heard his name in years—not years, years Desperado—months. Desperado, yeah, you've talked to him in a while.
1: Yeah, probably yeah that would have been the last time. But uh, I mean, we play games. I just haven't seen him in a while. Um, he's over in Parma. He's from this area. He's from uh, almost a township. So, okay. Anyways, so I went to the parade yesterday, uh, the Irish, uh, the St. Patrick's Day parade, right? And I, I went during my lunch, and unfortunately I started late, so I only got to see part of it. But it was kind of funny. I was, sitting on the steps of, uh, I was standing on the steps of St. John's Cathedral uh, on Superior, which was about two blocks okay. down from my building. And, uh, I mean, there's, there's these, these people, you know, going everywhere. One thing I noticed was that the chick-to-guy ratio was way imbalanced. Way imbalanced.
2: Like in favor of?
1: Seven women to every one guy. Oh, that's a I nasty mean, combination. I it was crawling with chicks. All over the place. Most of them, I had to say, were college age. Wow. A lot of them were shorts, which I didn't get. I mean, it was warm. Right. It's not that warm. It was very windy. But the second thing I noticed is that they were pulling people out of the crowd left and right. They had a paddy wagon. And I'd them in the Did back of really? this thing. Yes. Wow. And I had always made the joke, because I wasn't actually, because that's what I've always been told, but I wasn't sure, is that you don't wear orange to a St. Patrick's Day parade. Much like the reverse, you don't wear green to, you know, whatever their. Bet all the Boyne orange men parades, whatever it is. I saw this guy and his two buddies, and he's wearing all orange. And I don't know, I mean, like blue jeans and an orange shirt, bright okay. orange. And I don't know if that's necessarily the reason, but they got into a fight with these other three guys, and they were wearing green. And I didn't hear, and this is over and to the right, over by, um, and I, I'm pointing here, you guys can't see it, but for Mystic Mim and for Highlander here, I'm looking at it. And often to the right, as Superior goes in and meets into East Ninth. It was right at the corner, and there's it starts as a shoving match, and then the guy who's in orange starts to kind of stumble, you know, I, I, obviously there's alcohol involved, takes a swing at a guy, completely whiffs, I mean complete air ball, and then just gets leveled by this this <laughs> bald headed guy, the full goatee going guy in green shirt, and they, then his two buddies jump in, and just beat the shit out of this guy. Wow. I mean, just beat the tar out of him until so the cops got there, arrest. Well, I mean, they grabbed the two guys fighting, they hauled them away. The other four kind of got broken up. But I mean, just got the hell kicked out of him. It was rather entertaining. I mean, it was better than the parade. Sure, <laughs> it was. Rather entertaining. Sure, I mean, it's better than the parade. I'm a people watcher to begin with. Ask Mystic man. I love going to like opening nights for movies. More people, the better. You know, we go to a sold out game. The more, the better,
2: because it's a
1: shared experience. You get more out of it when you know the crowd is really into it. But I'm granted, I'm sure alcohol had something to do with it. I don't think it was a Catholic protestant thing. But don't wear orange to a, a you know a green parade. I, I, just, I never
2: knew that. You didn't never heard of that? Well, I've I've heard like the orange. I've heard of the Orangemen, but right. I've never heard of you know. Don't wear orange. I, see, I was a little
1: joke. I didn't think it was like serious. I, I didn't think that. I, and for all I know, that's that may not be you know the reason. It could have just been
2: because really. Yeah, you hey, know, how many, pushed me hey, you right, know. and you have to figure you know, how many Irish people are. I mean, obviously there are going to be a lot of Irish people at the Patrick's Day parade. But I mean, but it's 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 turned into more. It's it's like when people party for uh, Cinco, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, right? Yeah, it, no one. How many people are? Oktoberfest, that's right. Oktoberfest, yeah.
1: Look, it's Americans just like to party. So if you give us a reason, we're going to go out and do it. You know, it doesn't matter if July 4th or the day before Thanksgiving, New Year's, Thursday night, you know, whatever. They'll go out and do anything. And that was kind of one of the uh, reasons that were given when we were talking about the St. Patrick thing on the forums, about, you know, people in Ireland not liking it, that we celebrated here. And the one guy said, I think it was Barry pointed out, and I thought it was a very valid uh, point. He said, look, we're Americans. We don't care why. We just do it. So just says, do you think the fight started because of the orange? No, I think it probably started because it was you know, alcohol. But the fact the guy was wearing bright orange in the sea of green, uh, I don't know if that was necessarily the reason. I Look, I, religious tensions over here just don't exist.
2: Nobody cares. Not really,
3: no. Nobody gives
1: a damn. I'm sure it was alcohol. Probably either the guy knew each other or they just kind of bump into each other like, hey, you stabbed me. No, I did it And next thing you know, you're throwing fists. And, you know, now they got picked up by Cleveland's finest. So... So there was that. That was kind of an interesting story. I, then there was uh, this. I had a two other ones. This happened uh, Tuesday when I went out to get Shogun Total War. And I, I picked up. They had three copies in Best Buy in North Homestead. So I walked up to the counter, and I put them on there. And there's this, this woman who is a chick. This girl supposed to be ringing me out. Well, she's doing anything but paying attention to what she's doing. She's gabbing with the guy behind her at the other register. And I'm standing there, and there are like two people behind me. And I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting there. Like two or three minutes go by. Now, it may not seem like a long time, but when you're in the register and you're waiting to ring out and you're ready to go, it feels like a goddamn eternity. So like, she finally turns around and kind of saunters back. You know, she wasn't even attractive, which that didn't even help. She was, you know, fugly. Starts ringing up, and I, I just popped in my head and said, oh, I'm so glad you guys had this game. She's like, oh, yeah, why? I said, because I can't find him anywhere. They're going for like 270 bucks on eBay. And she kind of looks over at me and her eyes go wide. She's like, What? yeah, I just went to, like, two different GameStops. Nobody's got this thing. Apparently, they didn't make enough of them. There's only, you know, only limited supply. said, so I'm not going to drop 270 bucks on eBay, so I'm just going to buy these two copies, and I'm thinking about selling one of them. She kind of looks at me. She says, uh, is there another copy over there? I mean, how many games do we have? I haven't seen one sold all day. I said, oh, there's three. I've got two of them, so I think there's one, there's one back there. She actually stops in the middle of ringing out. Walks across the store, and if you ever go to North Homestead, you'll see how long a walk it is. She goes from the front of the store where the registers are all the way to the back corner where the computer section is to the games, gets the last copy of the game, comes all the way up to the register, puts it underneath the, the counter, continues to ring me up. So, oh, so you're going to grab the last one yourself? She's like, yeah, I am. So I rung up, walked out, thinking to myself, you dumb bitch. You can find this game anywhere. It's not going for any amount of money on oh, sure, Best yeah. Buy. You can download the game through Steam. It just seemed to me a, a fitting little revenge to somebody who was doing anything but their job made me wait. So then I go to Mark's, which is a grocery store here you know, in the Cleveland area. And I was actually talking to Mr. Pim because I was picking up some groceries and I forgot one of the things I needed to get. And I was pulling down to the dairy section. And I had put the phone away and I was kind of looking over to the left, looking to where the drinks were because I was going to pick up some throwback Pepsi. Okay. And I did not pay attention. And I kind of back ended this woman right into her, like at the back of her legs. And I mean, it wasn't moving very fast, but it was enough like a jolt. And she whips her head around. I was like, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? And I stopped goat thinking, and I, I just stood there, and I, I couldn't think of an excuse. So, and I don't know why, but it just popped in. I'm sorry, madam I didn't see you there. I didn't mean to hit you. And then she stopped because she has this really nasty look on her face, and then she kind of, like, freezes, and then you see her face kind of melt a little bit. She's like, oh. Well, yeah, yeah, pay attention, please, because that, you know, I don't want, don't hit anybody else. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't want to hit you. I was looking for the cheese. And she just kind of, st- okay. And then she kind of shakes her head, no, and then pushes her cart away and goes down the rest of the aisle. And I'm sitting there thinking, did I just act like a retard to get out of trying to explain how I just rear-ended this chick with a cart?
2: Why didn't you just say I'm sorry? I'm uh- sorry.
1: Highlander, I honest to God, I That's didn't think. That's the first thing I would have thought, like, like, oh, I'm sorry. Didn't I, mean I to do didn't mean think. I was thinking, I don't want to get yelled at by this lady. I'm in the middle of it. I mean, there's all these people standing around. You know, and there had to be, like, three or four people in the aisle right next to us. And I just, and I just said, I'm no man. I didn't mean to hit you in the Mac." Yeah, uh, like, I had a speech impediment or a Marie Tart, And I mean, literally, you could see her face go from, like, I'm going to rip your you know, face off to, oh. Well, clearly, he doesn't know what he's doing. It almost reminded me of that that Family Guy episode where it's like, "Oh, it's not my fault, I'm retarded." It, it just it ran through my mind, and I just went, uh, I, "I didn't know what else to do."
2: See, I thought you were going to go with the Family Guy where he gets the stroke and he talks oh. like that the whole episode. <laughs>
1: I'm all <laughs> stroking. A stroke. No less, as he should have said, "Wow!" Would have been more <laughs> funnier. Yeah, <laughs> I would have said bumper car. I'm not even gonna with my bumper car. I'm just looking for the cheese. And I was legitimately looking for cheese. We were having deer tacos that night, which were great, by the way. You ever had deer meat tacos? No, I've never had deer meat. Phenomenal. You never had venison? No, never. It's been a long time since I have, but, uh, oh, God, it was... uh, Looking back at it now, it's funny, but I just kind of froze. I'm like, oh, I can't believe I just did that. And I felt like a real douche later when I'm like, okay, I acted like a retard to get out of having to explain to this lady. I just wasn't paying attention, and I smacked you with my cart. So... The John now the John Connor thing was funny. That was good. Oh, I wish somebody had a video camera then. Are you John Connor? <laughs> what? N- no.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, we uh, Mystic Man cooked up some venison in uh, soft tacos, ah. and they were great. So my buddy is at uh, Work as a Hunter, so he snagged us a deer a little while back uh, earlier in the season. So we've had him sitting around. We got steaks and chops and hamburger. We still got a couple pounds of hamburger. So sounds good to me. So that's what happened to me. Quite a few stories this time around. Quite a few stories. Yes. I wonder if that bitch actually took it home and put it on eBay. I, I hope, don't know. If nothing else, I inconvenienced her by making her spend 50 bucks to buy the game. And that's one thing I didn't understand. I was looking on Wikipedia just for the hell of it because it doesn't work and I can't really access anything else. And I was looking to see which different versions of the game that they're selling Shogun Total War to.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Because as we discussed you know before...
2: Yeah, was it the, the Napoleon one you were talking yes. about this?
1: Yeah. The Napoleon Empire does the same thing, but since Empire... When you buy these games like digitally, or you get this, the limited edition, you get like extra units. You know that were kind of a little more overpowered than the regular units. Uh-huh. I think World of Warcraft does it too. You can get like an in-game pet that doesn't really do anything. It's like more like a vanity pet. And I was just looking at it to see which versions. And they were, like there's a, a normal edition, and then there's a limited edition. Then there's a collector's edition. Then if you're in Australia, you get like this Uber collection edition that comes in, like a bamboo box nice. with artwork and everything else. But everywhere I went, that's kind of that's funny. I forgot my uh, computer goes into sleep mode. Windows Seven, not used to it. So I went into the, to buy Best Buy, and it was the same thing with, with Napoleon, like you just mentioned. There was nothing other than the limited edition. That's all they had, it was like the collector's edition. Wow! Everywhere I went, and just for the hell of it, because next door is like um, GameStop, I stopped in there. Same thing. They don't sell huh. the regular version. They were selling theirs for seventy bucks. Best Buy had them for fifty, like twenty bucks cheaper. Well, there you go. Yeah, but still, it was just kind of weird to me that why would you even say you're selling a regular edition when no one carries
2: it? I don't know. Or, or maybe people already bought the regular and no one didn't want well, to the Well, the one chick said
1: they had not sold a single issue all day. There's only like three games there. And Total War Series is kind of a niche community. You're not going to sell agree, a ton yeah. of them in, in stores, which will be mostly digital downloads. And mostly the Euro Trash will pick them up. You know, that's, it's even bigger over there than it is here. But it kind of pissed me off because I guess the, the Australians, and I don't know why, get like the special Uber edition with the art book and the bamboo box and the soundtrack. Yeah,
2: why Australia? I don't know.
1: They, the same thing happened last time. They got like a couple extra units that we didn't get from Napoleon. the
2: Creative Assembly based in Australia? No,
1: it's in London. It's in England. Hmm. I don't know if they just feel bad for them because they are, I don't know, know. It used to be a penis colony or something. I, I don't know. So poster says horse meat is like a strongly flavored deer. It was very lean, almost no fat. Yeah, they're, they're talking,
2: when you mentioned the deer meat, now they're talking about the different kinds of meat that people have had. And apparently someone's had horse meat.
1: Horse Did meat? You, have you ever had horse meat? No, I, I've never had horse meat.
3: Neither
2: I, have I. Riding horses, yes,
1: not, not eating them. But I, I heard Pusher likes man meat, that's what I've been told, so I don't know what that tastes like. I oh, wouldn't know. Pusher, you want to?
2: Enlighten us all? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you can't have bear meat, it'll kill you? Well, well it's not, not, if it's not really fresh. Not if you fresh. kill it first. Yeah. Extra rare means a, vet can, a good vet can put it back on his feet. All right, what else we got going? Um, you know, We haven't done only like that one article. We yeah, we've got to do one some one. more articles here. Japan disaster coverage invaded by a rampaging Pokemon. <laughs> okay. This is from Kotaku.com.
2: With the recent release of Pokemon Black and White, those mischievous pocket monsters are popping up all over the place, including some places they probably shouldn't, like all over British free daily newspaper Metro's coverage of the disaster in Japan. The partial Nintendo takeover of an issue of the free Daily Metro might have been a boon for the paper's advertising team, but this is one of those cases where advertising and content don't mix well. Kotaku commenter Top Hat Layton sent us these scans, covered with joyfully parroting Pokemon interspersed with tales of the devastation, fear, and trauma caused by the tragic Japanese earthquake and tsunami. Stories such as trauma of children forced to flee home and fears grow for missing Britons the latter, accompanied by a picture of an infant feared lost in the devastation, makes the colorful cartoon characters hard to swallow. Imagining the Pokemon invasion is, is, is a result of the disaster only helps a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's a, <laughs> the, there's a picture. It says Metro. And it says after the flood, and there's devastation everywhere, and there's a boat on top of a house. And then on the bottom third of the page, it says Pokemon everywhere. Over 150 new Pokemon have arrived in the U.K., all adver- they're ad- mutated. To, it's an advertisement for Pokemon Black and White. And then there's, uh, well, they have almost like a half page for uh, Pokemon everywhere. There's a Pokemon on the London Underground. And then on the other side, there's pictures of uh, dead fish and dead everything from Japan. Calls for unity as Japan faces its worst crisis since the war. Jeez. And right there in the lower left-hand corner, Pokemon everywhere. Uh, it looks like uh, that Pokemon's in front of 10 Dowling Street. Oh, there's two there's two Pokemon. There's, There's a full-page th- ad next to this. Next to Fears, fears of, of meltdown, meltdown at nuclear reactors. True story. i have got like, people in masks and body suits. On the other side, you've got this cute little, looks like a snowman Pokemon. <laughs> Radioactive snow. Exactly. Anyway, you were
1: saying. Uh, true story. Earlier this week, I was looking at Fox News, and I was trying to get an update on the uh, Japanese situation. Uh-huh. And a similar situation, this is the second time it's happened, on the left side, you have the main uh, story, which was, you know, um, Japan facing or uh, the reactor exploded, like reactor number three had exploded. Yes. On the right is half the screen. It's a giant box with a p- with a, a picture of a cheeseburger on it. It says, kaboom. The new Groupon sale today is cheeseburgers at some restaurant. It says, kaboom. Wow. <laughs> Same thing happened about a month ago. You might remember that there was that huge explosion, uh, one of the, those houses, those natural gas explosions happens over on the east side and shake your eyes or something like that. Same thing. It was on Fox News, and I, I happened to go there. It was the same thing, and it shows this giant hole in the ground where all this fire where the house used to be, and it's like house explodes and imploded due to natural gas. On the right is the same picture of this damn cheeseburger. It says kaboom! The new group on sale for the... And I forget what the restaurant was. I, I showed my, my buddies at work. We were rolling on the floor. It was that funny. It was That like, is pretty funny. That's, somebody's obviously not paying attention. What I'm sure what's happening is... It's just grabbing, like, uh, uh, keywords that are on the page and then just trying to match whatever. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's AdWords. It's probably what happened. Yeah, like yeah. an AdSense type mm-hmm. thing. So this is from Cracked.com, so you know it's going to be good. Six most ingenious misuses of military hardware. Uh-huh. Number six, using fighter planes to make ice cream. Nothing has been more responsible for machine gun noises made with the mouth than the toy World War II-era fighter planes. It's easy to see why kids love them. The real ones were some of the most badass machines ever built. They dealt death to ground, sea, and air alike. And when you were done using them to tear apart your enemies in a hail of bullets, you could also make yourself some refreshing ice cream. Wait, what? Yep, you can make ice cream with a warplane. To quote, to stave off boredom, the ground crews rigged 19-liter, 5-gallon U.S. gallon drums uh, with a wind-driven spinner connected to a mixing motor and hooked up one under each wing of an F-4, which I believe is a Phantom. An F-4U is a phantom. Unless we're talking like the old school. A pilot would then take the aircraft up to the altitude for a given period of time and then come back to the base with ice cream. Oh, I'm sorry, it's World War II, so it can't be a phantom. And it wasn't just an isolated incident pulled off by the World War II equivalent of Bill Murray and Stripes, either. The practice was pretty common. In some cases, the soldiers were even asked the pilot to do loops and barrel rolls to stir the ice cream, not even going to the trouble of uh, fitting a mixer like you do with an F-4. Thankfully, modern airplanes no longer use that. Helicopters, on the other hand. Number five, tea heated by machine guns. On this, I have heard. This is a World War I thing because they used to have a water jacket over the gun to cool Ah, it. okay. If you need an introduction to the concept of machine guns, go watch Rambo. We'll just tell you that the older machine guns often were so hot that they had to be handled with oven gloves where the barrels were changed. So obviously, they weren't dealing hot metal death to whatever ethnic group it was cool to kill that day. They did double duty as tea kettles. Those older machine guns often had large bags uh, attached to the sides filled with glycerin, Water, or if it all else failed, the soldiers own urine. Yum. Regardless of the liquid, whatever was uh, in the bag became boiling hot after the gun was fired. Never once to waste resources, those wily Brits often used the preheated bags to make cups of tea with excess water. Insert urine here. Hopefully, they didn't get the pee bags mixed up. On a few occasions, soldiers were uh, even observed firing off bursts for no other reason than simply heat the water. Because the guns could bring the water to boil in less than a minute. That's a World War I issue because they used to that's what why there's a huge barrel, because there's a water jacket around the barrel. Uh-huh. Number four, lighting campfires with plastic explosives. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, nothing says uh, lighting your candle with, with like Semtech or C four. Combining all the fun of silly putty with all the danger of a live bomb, plastic explosives have changed the face of modern warfare. The stuff is just slightly more powerful than TNT, and a single pound of it is enough to turn you and everyone within eight feet of you into an airborne meat Slurpee or to fry it up in a nice fritta. What? You can totally cook with C4. In fact, there are a lot of stories talking about soldiers doing it. The thing is, despite being a gigantic murderous explosion distilled into putty form, C4 is almost completely safe, as long as you don't have, like, an electrical charge because you have to ignite it. You can cut, burn, and even shoot it without detonating it. And when burned, it will give off enough heat to light uh, even the wettest wood. So stories about soldiers sitting around campfires made of plastic explosives are not actually that uncommon. But before you went out to unstable Ted's black market explosives and hot wings, remember what we said almost completely safe. And here comes that bastard. Almost. C4 gives off deadly fumes when it's burned. We'll leave it up to you to weigh the pros and cons of the situation. On the other hand, inhaling airborne toxins. On the other hand, a barbecue that will please your friends almost as much as it terrifies your enemies. All right, next. Number three, riot shields make good sleds. I could see that. Yeah. (laughs) Mystic Man approves. Should have had my dad bring home one just to try it out. Ah, the humble riot shield. Whether it's bashing the faces of hippies, liberals, college students, or hippie liberal college students, the riot shield is the premier emblem of police brutality and oppression by the man worldwide. And now, also for sledding. I mean, a a police shield, is—it's basically it's a heater shield. It's like a Roman shield. It's strong, plastic, perfectly smooth, and even a little concave, just like all the best ad hoc sleds. But man, who on earth would be hard enough to steal a fucking riot shield just to go sledding? Even if you got past all the security, broke the locks on the supply lockers, and somehow evaded the dogs, you'd still have to wait until the police were done sledding first. (laughs) That's right. When you're not busting unions and skulls in equal measure... Right, police have been spotted gleefully sliding down hillsides like children after the snowfall. Cops are just people, after all, and a little really? snow can transform all of us right back into 8-year-olds. But it's kind of a bad thing for the police force's street rep when pictures of them wussing out on a dead man's heel get leaked to the press. <laughs> These officers were reprimanded for misuse of police equipment after the first video leaked, but not because, uh, because right gear is astoundingly expensive. That's precisely engineered bulletproof material. The cops are doing their bitching jumps off of. But wait a minute! They're worried that a little snow da- will uh, damage their expensive ride equipment. But they're fine bringing it to actual conflicts. Well, I mean, well, that bit of a, gets a bit of a difference. Number two, mail via cruise missile. Really? Well, why didn't think of this before? The Cold War is all but uh, is all about cruise missiles. It was the great transcontinental dick waving yardstick. It looked like a dick. It was fired out of a nuclear submarine which was just another larger dick, and then it blew up anybody bold enough to question the size of your dick. It was a spinning phallus of explosive death. Anyways, it goes on to say, Cruise missiles were once used to deliver the mail. It was Postmaster General Arthur E. Sommerfeld who proposed the most logical solution to America's apparently cripplingly slow mail problem in the late 50s. He was the first man who dared to ask, Trains? Wait, why don't we just use that rocket (laughs) and just rocket that shit over there? Taking time out of its busy schedule of threatening communism and looking like a big metal dong, the Regulus missile was drafted by Summerfield to deliver the post from a submarine in the middle of the ocean. Why a submarine, not just a boat? It's like they're just adding shit to this point because it sounds cool. The United States Postal Service, in what was certainly its first and possibly its last devil in explosive awesomeness, saw no significant problem with the plan. It took the USS Barbaro out in the Atlantic and fired a cruise missile straight at a major population (laughs) center, all in order to deliver about 3,000 letters. The whole operation was inexplicably declared a success. They delivered the water bill with a rocket, and everybody agreed that was exactly what needed to happen. Summerfeld himself was quoted as saying this was, quote, of historic significance to the peoples of the entire world, and that, quote, before man reaches the moon, mail will be delivered within hours from New York to California, to England to India, or to Australia by guided missiles. In a way, he was right. We did find a way to deliver mail with improbable speed. We just did it with... One second and zero seconds instead of flaming, hurtling cruise no, missiles. No, ones and zeros. Ones and zeros. I'm sorry. I thought it was one second, zero second. seconds. No. I guess it's binary, right? Number one, lighting a cigarette with what? Nothing. You don't fail me. I fail you. Yes, you're right. You did fail. The <laughs> kitchen's around the corner. What the hell are you doing in here? You did, you did fail me. <laughs> lighting a cigarette with a nuclear bomb.
2: That's amazing.
1: Nuclear bombs have been used only a handful of times in all of history. They're simply too risky, too frightening, and far too dangerous to be deployed lightly. You drop your nuclear bomb only when the stakes are overwhelming, when there's absolutely no other recourse, or when you left your lighter at home and you really, really need to smoke. That's right. Ted Taylor, a man whose balls probably need a little hand truck to carry them from place to place, once used a nuclear bomb to light a cigarette. And if you're thinking it's just a little match off of one of our... uh, off of one or something, an act which would already qualify him as a badass in the minds of all, only the most jaded of elite mercenaries. That's not the case. He used a parabolic mirror to reflect and focus the radiation from a 14-kiloton nuclear explosion in the Nevada desert, then stuck his face to, into it and lit his cigarette. Wow, Really? For those of you who were just temporarily blinded halfway through the insanity of that last sentence, a man once harvested the energy from a nuclear explosion just to light his cigarette. He survived just fine, but there's no word on whether he gained smoke-based superpowers afterwards, so we're just assuming he did. Really? That's amazing. A 14-kiloton nuclear warhead to light your cigarette?
2: Beat that, Mr. Wizard.
1: Uh, shit, beat that Chuck Norris. I mean, hey, smoke him if you got him. I. Sh- I don't know that I, I would even want to go within like a million miles of a nuclear weapon, let alone friggin' light my cigarette off of one. I mean, there's radiation. He actually sticks his face into it. What happens if he would have gone too far? You know?
2: And he would have turned into the Hulk. Yes.
1: <laughs> you wouldn't like me when I had to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Unbelievable. Um, when was our last break exactly? An hour ago. Was it an hour ago? Yeah. Is that how you join the ranks of Chuck Norris? Fred's, damn, I need some fire. It's us fire nuclear missile.
2: No, that's what Duke Nukem says. That's actually how Duke Nukem forever should end.
1: How so? Him lighting a cigarette on a nuclear Bl- weapon? He
2: blows up a nuclear weapon, and then he uses the radiation to light a cigar. And he sits down and gets the mushroom cloud in the background. Credits.
1: Or he lights a cigarette on the exhaust of nuclear weapon, a nuclear missile that he's using to deliver his mail. <laughs> <laughs> Parabolic mirrors have a property that makes lighting a cigarette easy. The trick is that parallel rays hitting a parabolic mirror all focus at the same point. I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, look, it's a nuclear weapon that was, he used it first. It was c- how
2: he was able to light the cigarette.
1: Right, I, I know. Yes, okay. A lesser man would have lit a cigarette off a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> Only women use a lighter. <laughs> wow. I don't know too many people who smoke anymore. I see I got steam running. I keep getting all of these. Um, yeah,
2: how come you have steam running?
1: Well, again, I was trying to snag down just uh, right before the show went on the air. No,
2: Dragon Age Two, fantastic game, by the way.
1: Enjoying it. How far into it are you?
2: I think I'm near the end, but I've been playing. Really? I've been playing it pretty hardcore, so I'm not too surprised. But there, there's a lot of different things, so I know that uh, when I go to play it again, I can go a completely different direction and get a completely different ending.
1: Legal Tender. I actually we were talking about this at lunch a couple of days ago, and I had him not this thing. Uh, had him send me the article on his iPhone. Unfortunately, you know, the dork sent me just an email without the link. Oh, but nice. g But reporting that Blizzard is exploring the idea of making Diablo 3 a console game as well as the PC that would come after the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. Really? Yes. Because I know we were saying last week that no one heard anything about Diablo in quite some time. No, just, I haven't. It's no. practically a vaporware as far as I'm concerned. And all of a sudden, Blizzard is considering launching themselves back into the console market and we were debating whether or not it was wise to put a game like that onto a console, uh, he was convinced that any game would translate to a console just fine. Diablo I, probably could. You could. After thinking about it, I, I thought you could, because it's not as complicated as your normal MMO you No, you've,
2: you've, as long as the other three characters are computer-controlled, like in other RPGs, right? you could probably AI. get away with it. I think so. It's been a while since I played any Diablo. I'd have to... I'd have to look at it again, quite frankly, I was to remember I was how it played. And I, I played it a couple times when we were at the old store back in 1990. But <laughs> I, I'd have to play it again and, and take a look and see if it would translate well enough to, to work on a console. Because I know there, there were a lot of complicated uh, keystroke things necessary right. to you know, use this and use that and talk to this person and do this. I think if
1: you can play Final Fantasy XI on a console, you can play the Owl on a console.
2: Yeah, so that was, no, I, I mean it's a pretty
1: complicated game. But my point was that uh, certain games do not translate well over to console, all right? Real-time strategy does not translate well no, to No, and console. All,
2: really it's it's because you need so many buttons right. to properly execute everything.
1: MMOs, even with Final Fantasy 11 included, I mean, people on PC are much more efficient. MMOs do not translate well over to console. Um I would have said first-person shooters don't translate well, although we've seen that that is not the case. I mean, Everything on it, first on a console is an FPS these days.
2: Right. In fact, there's a uh, article on, that's up there that's uh, up there about we'll talk that about that. Yeah.
1: Okay. We'll get to that in, in a minute. Um, but I just thought it was kind of interesting that they were talking about making Diablo three a console game. I mean, because traditionally Blizzard has not done well in that genre. You know, making stuff. Well, no, because
2: all, all their stuff has been real time strategy. Well, which I mean, doesn't that, They well have the, the Lost
1: Vikings that was put on to console that flopped.
2: Nobody remembers that. Well,
1: well, that's my point. I mean, it was, it was a shitty game. You know, they tried doing StarCraft Ghost, which was supposed to be like a third-person you know, type of shooter. Right. That went vaporware. went nowhere. I never did hear exactly why StarCraft Ghost never got off the ground. I don't know. I, it just kind of, like, meandered about, and I never really heard. I mean, it was a failure. I just don't know why it was the failure that it was. If anybody's out there and happens to remember why they canceled StarCraft Ghost, I mean, an actual official reason— or like maybe the unofficial reason. Like you could look on Wikipedia,
2: reason. I suppose. I yeah. bet you there's an article for StarCraft Ghost on there.
1: I would be interested to find out exactly why it is that they frag that one at the, at the end. Um, but there's there one other thing that we discussed I was going to bring up. And yeah. how I lost the middle well, of video. Well, you planet. want me to do this article while yes. you're thinking?
2: Yes. Right. From Geek.com. PlayStation Move Inventor says traditional con- controllers aren't dead. Something we've talked about before. Right. When Nintendo first released the motion-sensing Wii, it was obvious they had a hit on their hands. The Wii Mote's unique paradigm shift made console gaming seem more accessible to people who might never have gamed before. It took the likes of Sony and Microsoft a few years to catch up to the Wii. Four years after the Wii's debut, though, both Sony and Microsoft managed to release motion controllers of their own. Sony's was the PlayStation Move, and it's done okay, but the real game-changer is the Kinect which has already become the fastest-selling home consumer electronic of all time.
3: Wow. I did not know that.
2: I did not know that either. With the success of all these controllers, you might think your days of fiddling around with the D-pad are over. Think again, though. Dr. Richard Marks, the inventor of both the PlayStation Move and PlayStation Eye, thinks traditional controllers aren't going anywhere. Quote, I don't think that makes sense to give up on traditional controllers. I said that pretty much from the beginning, that we're not trying to get rid of the gamepad. The gamepad is a really good abstract device. It can map to so many different things. It doesn't map one-to-one to those things, but it doesn't need to for a lot of game experiences. Unquote. On one hand, it's easy for Sony to say regular controllers aren't going anywhere, since the PlayStation move is easily the least popular controller among the console triumvirate. Still it's sure to say that a lot of times when you're gaming, all you really want to do is lay supine on the couch with a beer balanced on your belly and pull off some headshots. It's also true that even with the most advanced motion controllers like the Kinect, their functionality can be greatly supplemented by using a regular controller simultaneously. My guess, and this is the person who wrote the article, my guess is we won't see regular controllers go anywhere until our consoles can read our minds.
1: You know, we said much the same thing. You know, and my buddy Paul at work used to say, uh, we were just having, talking about something like this last week, it was like, look I just want to sit on the, on the couch and drink a beer. I don't give a damn. I don't want to get up and, and move around because it's not going to give me enough exercise to really accomplish anything. I'm going to look like an idiot. Right. And most games don't translate well, I mean, don't play well like that, anyways. I'd rather use the controller. Right. I don't want to get up there and dance around like an idiot. Let, you know, let the kids do that. Because I, I think we even talked about it. When was the last time anybody at work had played the Wii? You know, oh, it was exactly. all approaching the same thing. Exactly. Oh, last time I had family over, last time I had friends over, you know, all that kind of thing.
2: Now, I should show you that there are people that are actually working on. Controllers that literally do read your mind, read your thoughts.
1: I'm sure they've been working on that for a long time. Yeah,
2: I've seen uh, pictures of it in in action. It's not quite really perfected. It's a little difficult. You have to you put the thing on your head, and the the, the demonstration software is like moving a ball around, mm-hmm. and you have to like it, it'll prompt you for like you know okay, you know when. When I say, you know, move left, think move left, and then you think it. It goes left, yeah. And then, then it knows that those brainwaves mean move left, so that in the future when you want to move it left, you think it and then it does it.
1: Interesting. It's crazy, uh, yeah.
2: I, I don't know if I, well. I mean, I don't it's going to be we... a long way down the line, but I mean, I'll, I'll sh- it was at a uh, TED conference they were showing that in like well, 2010. Can you imagine? Can you just think about what games are going to look like 20 years from now? It'll be The Matrix, and I'm totally looking forward to that. Not oh, yeah, because we're going to be in our 50s. And we're, Heck, yeah. We'll have lost a step my, or two, so I wouldn't mind being in the virtual world where I you know, kick ass. I'll get my nutrient paste and my colostomy bag and
3: <laughs> go to town. I'll never leave. Plug in,
2: take the red pill, and you're done. That's right. The blue
1: pill. This is the uh, Penny Arcade oh, okay, uh, comic for today. This is in regards to that bully uh, bashing. If you haven't checked out the Penny Arcade comic today, it's it's pretty funny. I, I liked it. I'll give you a chance to uh All right. read through it.
2: By now, many of you have no doubt seen the video of Casey Haynes responding forcibly to bullying at his school. We do not approve of his brutal suplex. What's needed is a robust dialogue and a broad-based recognition of our shared humanity. All right, now everyone but Casey, leave. Everyone. All people. And then the last one is uh, both of them clapping with confetti and a banner that says, Go Casey, above
1: it. I'm all for it. Like I said, I have no sympathy for the kid. little douchebag. All right, let's see. I'm checking back in, and I saying we kind of went off there. So, yeah. Leonardo Pardo stated the Blizzard had been stubborn in preserving, with persevering with Ghost, but they were quote not able to execute the game at the level we wanted to. Really? Well,
2: that's that's kind of obvious.
1: Yeah, I mean, say so that really did not <laughs> like, tell me why we couldn't, it is they we didn't couldn't want to do it.
2: the game because we couldn't do it the way we wanted to. Well, of course, otherwise you would have released it. Right. What was it they were trying to do that they couldn't do? That's that's what I want to know.
1: Or is it that they just decided to, you know, take stuff, take people from other uh, projects and put up? look up and right. scroll through that shit now. I got to find it. Uh, story, you had, have to make the choice between the Templars and the Magi yet?
2: Oh, um, yes, I have. I chose the Magi. Why? Why? Uh, because in the game, my sister is a magician. Plus, the Templars are real dicks. Well, they're Templars. They, they come across as real, real a-holes. But uh, next time around, I'm going to be pro-Templar, so we'll see what happens with that.
1: Apparently, Odin says they canceled the game because they thought it wasn't good enough to release. Well, we knew that. Uh, Blizzard's co-founder, Frank Pierce, explained the title was never technically canceled and that it was not in the company's focus at the time due to the finite amount of development resources. Whatever which is it's what was, yeah. Which is where I was getting We're at. We're still
2: trying to perfect it.
1: Right, so they've got people working on WoW, StarCraft Two, Diablo Three, and the Titan Project. But you don't have enough to go to StarCraft Ghost.
2: <laughs> they, there's no one it's working on It's not put it. on hold. You're not going
1: to put a game on hold... That's like it's not canceled. The hell, it's not. Look, this ain't Duke Nukem, kid. All right, this was canceled <laughs> like what four years ago, and they're working on three years prior to that. So you have a game at best that's now seven years out of date, but it's not done. They're going to go back to it and finish
3: it and, later. And
2: you've never seen any screenshots of it. You've never no no nothing. You've never seen anything nothing. of it.
1: Get MIM on the microphone. Oh, she's chilling on the uh, couch. You're looking, watching here. Why don't you get on the microphone, dear? She's tired. She had to work all day. She has to work again tomorrow.
2: Oh, that sucks. I
1: was supposed to, too, but uh, they decided not to. So, ah. They want us to start working on Sundays.
2: Saturdays and Sundays? Yes. What are you, their slaves? What is uh, that? Well, yeah. I don't know. Se- seven days a week? You better be getting double time for that.
1: No, you don't. I actually, you don't even get overtime for that. Apparently, you don't? Uh, the, work, the work week technically starts on Sunday. Wow. From the way they, they
2: do their, so their, their payroll. Even Disney paid overtime on uh, sixth day. Well, what it does, so sixth it, day and seventh day overtime.
1: What it does is like Sunday through like Thursday, you'd put in your forty hours, right? And then your overtime would be Friday and Saturday. Oh, I so see. I guess okay. that's how they want to do it. I, I know. It. I, so Duke Nukem is freaking thirteen years in development. Okay, that's right. And do you think it's gonna be a blockbuster smash hit that's gonna be up to date and awesome when it comes out? No, no, no. It's gonna look like Daikatana. We'll have some guy doing Duke Nukem voice. Look, we're not buying Duke Nukem for the gameplay. You never did. You did it because it had awesome one-liners, okay music, and there was usually some nude chicks or something in the game. That's why you're buying Duke Nukem. You're doing it for the experience. They hear him say, shake it, baby. Blow it out your (laughs) ass. Hmm, I don't have time to play with myself. That's what you're buying it for. We're all going to buy it because it's a game that should have been dead 13 years ago. It's older than my kid is. And it's just not coming out. Maybe they're going to rewrite the game story. I'm sure they can rewrite all kinds of different parts. You
2: know, whatever. Doesn't they're not matter. going to go back to it because they've still got two other StarCraft II games to come out with. Yeah, they've, they've got too much on their plate. They're not going to go back to that game. Right. For, for what? For what reason? They have no reason to. They're, they're rolling in the dough. World of Warcraft's one of the most popular games of all time. Sure. As a, they I mean, don't need to make StarCraft. They're cars. raking their money off of StarCraft right now.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, there's no point in bringing out another separate StarCraft game. Talk about Overload. Duke Nukem Forever will be the best game ever, says Fretz.
2: Okay. I plan on buying it. You know it. what? I, I bet you uh, those uh, Star Wars fanboys say, oh, man, Phantom Menace. I've been camping in line for a month, and it's going to be the greatest 20 movie years ever. in the making.
1: <laughs> and how'd that go? Apparently there are some screenshots from a Japanese press conference. Wow, that's, wow, right. there well, that's wow. not a paperware.
2: By that I logic,
1: guess... Bigfoot's out there. I've seen oh. some
2: screenshots. IRC proved us wrong. I've seen some oh, grainy no. footage.
1: Unbelievable. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. we still got the quickening to do. we got forbidden knowledge you have to go to. Yeah, we do. Um, articles. I already did story time. We haven't done the mailbag.
2: No. it's going to be a pretty short mailbag. Though, yeah,
1: think. there's only four or five. If you want to get your, e- your emails in now, do it now. Emperor1g at cox.net, cox.net. Don't forget, next Friday, right here, You'll know, have to check the website for details. We're going to be streaming the baseball draft. VAR will be, VAR will be here. Highlanders here will get some draft analysis as it happens while we make our picks live, which means we'll which give means bad we're analysis. Make fun of everyone. <laughs> we're going to make bad analysis so that everybody else who doesn't know what they're doing like drafts people that suck so that we get all the good players. <laughs> Can I pick Babe Ruth? <laughs> Anyways, folks, we'll be back here in about uh, give us seven or eight minutes.
0: Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to The Emperor's Court. You can micro-meet any day.
1: All right, folks, we're back here in The Emperor's Court here on First World Productions, VW productions.com I'm your host, The Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always oh, a pleasure. And laying on the couch is Mystic Mim.
2: I don't uh, even think they heard uh, that. Yeah,
1: they probably <laughs> couldn't. She's soft-spoken with the best microphones in front of her, let alone, like, five feet to the right. She approves, however, of the music we were just listening to. Not the ones you guys are hearing, no. but something else. <laughs> She's a big fan, I can tell. <laughs> so, I guess we'll do the mailbag to start off with. Sure, for yeah. because yeah, sure. we got to wrap this kind of stuff up. Yeah, clock, so. we're on the All whole right. stretch. Uh, last chance, get your emails in before I read to them. Emperor1g at Cox.net. So, I guess it's off to do the mailbag. The post
3: office delivered your hate mail to the house again.
1: Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces.
0: You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces?
1: That's a great movie. Great show. It is. I miss it.
2: One of the most underrated cartoons of all time, I think. I put that up there with uh, The Tick. Tick, I think, was the greatest American cartoon of all time. Totally underrated. Only three seasons. It was underrated. Only three seasons.
1: All right. Uh, Here we go. That's from Pusser Mailbag Drop-In. This is from Death4Hamp. I was wondering if you could send me a copy of the Mailbag Drop-In. Uh, I wanted to try mashing it up with the Death Drop-In so you've tried doing it on air. Hope I can make it not suck. Cheers. Sorry, to the Former, I have not had a chance to do that. I will do that. Actually, I'll send it to you uh, after tonight, so <laughs> my apologies. Uh, that I have to forward to you, Highlander. That's oh, okay. That's be... one of the... Yes, yes. Yeah. That's yeah. one of our entries. Um, that's not to be right on the air. Uh, da-da-da-da-da. Watson on Facebook. Hey, Emperor, Watson
2: has a Facebook. Not surprised. The question is, is it, is it the real Facebook? Or is it just someone screwing around? That's true. Well, that could be. That's true. Although you would think. I mean, that, there, are, there are tons of. I I've, mean, I've seen Walt Disney. He has a Facebook. Uh, Jimi Hendrix has a Facebook. Tons it? of dead people have Facebooks, but you know, obviously they're not real. But the question is if it's real or not.
3: All
1: right. So the Roxbury, uh, Roxbury Knight sent us in the Zangfeed Kid. That was the. Um, that was the bully. The bully, yeah. Last one, I'll make this one. Hey, Evan Highlander, do you have any interest in Guild, of Guild Wars 2? Are there any MMOs that either of you are looking forward to or are you just not interested in that type of game? Personally, I'm sick of hockey MMOs, and Guild Wars 2 might be the last MMO I try. This is from Digital. The
2: problem I have with all MMOs is that once you start, it's like crack. You can't yeah. stop. Yeah. You can't stop because the game never ends. You keep Every, every time you kill the five spiders and the dead goblins, then you've got to go kill... Ten spiders and five goblins. And you got to go do this and that, and it just it sucks your life in. And as much as I love games, I have other hobbies in my life, right? Like life. So, I, it, I mean, I, I would love to. I, I thought Rift looked okay. I uh, would love to play the Star Wars one, but you know, I have a life. I haven't heard of anybody who's actually played
1: Rift that I know, because I was looking it to hear a just came Well, out. I know it just came out a couple yeah. weeks ago, so I just wonder if anybody had played it and could give me a general rundown. I'm in the same boat. I mean, World of Warcraft really burned me out on the whole genre. Um, one, I'm a little embittered by the way things are handled. Uh, to me, you really gotta be in a guild or a clan to make the, you know that kind of thing work because it's a massive multiplayer game. You know, I look back. I look at it now. You know, I've got a career. I've got a wife. I've got a kid. You know, we're looking to expand the family here in the relatively near future. There's be other responsibilities coming other than playing games and, and MMO. Like you said, requires a great deal of time. Yes. Not to mention it requires money, and I'm not looking to drop 15 yeah, bucks a, a month when I've got month, other things to pay yeah. for, like a house, you know, and everything else that goes along with it. Uh, you know, Mechahawk has been carrying the torch for this, the, the Star Wars Old Republic MMO that's been coming out, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are saying that you know, they may give that a try. I, I personally have no interest anymore. I mean, Guild Wars 2, is, it's not your, the typical MMO. It's more like a Diablo-type thing meets right, yeah, World I've heard of Warcraft. That, yeah, yeah. And I played it. I didn't like that either. And you don't have to pay for it. It's free. You buy the game originally, you know, the game, and then uh-huh. you get the, the content as a good. Oh, okay, okay. But no, MMOs is just not something. I mean, I follow them. I still follow World of Warcraft as far as what's going on. I just really, really don't care. I, it's just not something I want. Subject, hello, douchebags. I'm sending you a mail because you begged for it. P.S. I'm a bit drunk. Porta. Well, thanks. Thanks, Porta. Have a day. Wow. <laughs> Uh, that is on the that is uh, that's for me to be in the video yeah hail all oh my almighty emperor emperor I was looking at destructoid and saw this river city ransom to 2012 it's real so what is your pause opinion on pause river city ransom thanks a bunch Aharon. p.s. I forgets where I can f- find that there blarney roses song I ain't going through archives is this article. I,
2: my head hurts. Wow. I'm not sure what the hell that was supposed to be. Uh, River City Ransom 2 comes out in 2012. Right. What's your opinion? My opinion is that River City uh, Ransom is coming out in, in 2012. 2012. I'll let you know when I play it.
1: Exactly. Uh, as far as the Blarney Roses, that's from the New Barleycorn. The what? New Barleycorn. It's that Irish band we saw when we were at the Flannery's. That's oh, okay. I like. Those guys. Okay. Yeah, it's Barleycorn. B-A-R-L-E-Y-C-O-R-N. New Barleycorn. Check it out. Uh, I mean, I know they got a website. You can go and buy their CDs, so you can snag it off of there. CD's CD pretty cheap, very good Irish music. So there you have it. Dear Amp, someone linked me this article this week. Title says it all. Sincerely, Onan. Red versus, it is better than blue. The red team wins more often than blue in online video games. Really? Okay. Who the hell did this? this wow. Never mind. Uh, okay, well, you know what? We'll go back to this. This is an article we'll go ahead and read. I want to know who got the funding to <laughs> check out to see if Red beat Blue more often than not. Probably the people
2: behind Red versus Blue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that would make sense to me. So I think that was the mailbag. That was the whole thing. That was it? Yeah, that's, That was pretty horrible short. Way, but yeah. Well, I didn't say it was going to be horrible. Actually, there might be a couple I'm missing between this one. Uh, here's, uh, that's our application. Digit sends. I'm sorry I missed last week's show. Had some health complications, but now I'm back. Anyway, you and Highlander often say how much uh, you work, how much work you put into the show, and as an aspiring media creator, I'd really enjoy it if you went into detail about all you two do through the week. How long you would uh, say you spend on research, or how long does Highlander on average use writing the skits? The fans want to know, or okay, at least this fan wants to know, that counts, right? Digit from dot .net. Digitalincorrectness.net. Sorry, tits are get the fuck out. No pictures, no answer. All the females in the court have the same issue. You gotta send in since after summer started that trend, now all the chicks have to send us pictures. Oh, okay. That way if you know your heart hot will answer your question. If you're not okay, Mystic Man is kicking me, so I guess we can't do that. Um actually for me it's not so much finding the articles. That's none left actually finds none left. How long does it take you to find articles?
3: He's
1: not there. Apparently he's not.
2: Some kind of IRC rep. Well, I can, yeah, no I can tell you when I look for articles, um, I can tell you exactly how I do it. I go to Google. I type in video game news. And then I hit find. And then I go to the news part of it because there's you know web, images, videos, right. news. And then I just keep scrolling through until I find interesting stuff. It usually takes me 30 minutes maybe. Okay. So about 30 minutes for that. How long does it take you to write the skits? I mean, the, uh, the segments. The segments, I am, I'm usually king procrastinator. I will wait until the last possible second to do it, and then I have to hurry up and rush to do it, kind of like a term paper that way. So I will uh, get some of it done Friday night, and then I swear I'm going to wake up early on Saturday and finish it off, and then I sleep in, <laughs> and then I curse myself for sleeping in, and then only have about an hour and a half to two hours to get it all done.
1: Unfortunately, I do not have the time to spend on the show that I had I would want. Not to mention, you know, being right now basically everything based off the living room until the rest of the house is done. You know, there's a great deal of distraction, so I don't get to write like I normally would for the different skits. But usually I put in a couple hours a week trying to uh, write up a new skit, whether it be Watson or Twilight or what have you. Um, editing down the show, uh, uploading it, writing up the description. that got to take a sending while. Sending it off and posting It takes about an hour and a half, two hours to do all that if I'm sitting and actually do the whole thing. So I'm kind of, I'm a real perfectionist the way I like it. I want everything, all the, you know, the segments to hit. I mm-hmm. want all the breaks to come off, you know, right away. If I'm mixing a song or a sounder or a sting, it depends. I mean, a five-second or 30-second sting, ask Mystic Mim. She'll tell you the next time I have her on the mic that, you know, I'm a real perfectionist when it comes to that. I may have recorded the same thing like 15 times. Now, I recorded something for Pusser uh, last week after the show. Mm-hmm. And how many times did I re-record that? Six, seven times at least, and that took, you know, what was a 10-second clip took me about 30 minutes because I didn't like the inflection. I didn't like, you know, the volume. I didn't like something about it. Uh-huh. The, cat. the cat coming around <laughs> going meow. And it was in the background. That was kind of funny, <laughs> which is why she put the cat in, by the way. If you notice, my character in that video had a cat because mm-hmm. you can hear Sammy in the background. It's funny. So, uh, so, I mean, there's all that. Uh, I do find articles myself. Usually I come across them in my normal search for news. You know, If I happen to grab them, I'll read through it. You know, I'll formulate a response in my head so I remember it for the next show, if not all the high points. So we're talking several hours' worth of work here in what is our, our very busy schedule. We just don't have a whole lot
2: of time for anything yeah, else. Yeah, you know, I, I suppose I could make more time, but it's, you know, it's rough. We don't like There's, it that much. No, other was, things to do. It's rough.
1: Well, I just hit webmail. and said, damn it. But that's... They uh, unfor- did it again. That's really what it comes down to. It's just that there are other things that need to get done, and I just don't have the time like I used to. Um, I did get this one from uh, Martyrdom, who's now left. Unfortunately, he headed out for the night. He is attempting to get back our Justin TV account. We had one back in the day. Uh, Justin TV is uh, very similar to live stream, except that you are allowed, or you can broadcast in high definition, which, oh, because okay. of the Whopper's ability, although there's only one video card in there, I would have the ability to at least broadcast in something that's much higher quality sure. than Livestream allows. The problem is live, or Justin.tv backslash uh, Emperor's Court was being run by Fat Ninja, who disappeared when we left WC Radio. I don't know where he went. And unfortunately, the account is in his name, and I can't get to it because I don't know the password. Oh, wow. So he's got all the access to that. Nobody knows where he is. I don't have his email, and he's never on Steam anymore, so I can't even track him down. So it huh. sucks because I was going to start using Justin TV instead of live stream, especially since we've got the draft coming up. And uh,
2: you know, I suppose in a worst-case scenario, you could always make a new one, like The Emperor's I court. could. I could. Mean, obviously, I, you don't want to. You right. want to try and get your original one. but
1: And know, that's if- the idea that we're probably going to have to do if we go with Justin TV. But that's the thing I haven't had a chance to do either is I want to uh, test out the different ones, Ustream, Livestream, and Justin TV. Now that I've got a computer that can handle it, I want to check them out to see which one gives me the best options, which one is the easiest to use, which one has the best resolution. Right. Because I was streaming a little bit um, last week, like uh, Risk and a little bit of Shogun, the demo. And it was okay, but it wasn't anything, you know, mind-blowing. And that's Uh what I'm really hoping to get to. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So there we go. That's the mailbag, which was actually, like I said, it was supposed to be short, and it was. Oh this is the Mel Gibson one, so uh, this was something I'm, I'm right improving. you were talking about that yeah and that's the other thing too is I, I wanted to get a couple of these skits. I just have not had the freaking time, so tomorrow instead of working, I'm going to be you know <laughs> painting uh primer all
2: over my basement
1: so well, I'll, I'll, I'll,
2: I'll tell you I'll see if I can take a crack at that for you
1: yeah, what the writing of it yes okay well it's not the writing of it it's it's the editing you've got to cut everything apart Oh, uh, okay, and then so you so you've so already
2: it had, written it, but you just need to
1: I can't write it until I know any sound bites because oh, I didn't okay. get the sound bites. Now he sent the, me whole interviews, so
2: now I got to look at the whole interview oh, and chop Christ. it up, and that's going to okay. take forever.
1: So that, okay. that's what I'm talking about.
2: I could, I, you know, if, if you want, you could forward that to me. I could do that too. You can always. Okay, it's, it's easy to chop stuff up. You can, yeah, okay, will hell, just You, that you can do it on Windows Movie Maker if you really wanted to. Yeah, it's
1: kind of a pain though. All right, I'll send it along. I will forward that to you, and uh, you can take a crack sure, at it. Sure, I'll, I'll take It's like a good shot at the pinata. All right, so what do we got?
2: Forbidden knowledge. Yeah, we do have forbidden knowledge. And now it's time to
0: learn something that you shouldn't. It's time for Highlanders' forbidden knowledge.
2: Alright, I've been reading a lot of uh, Sherlock Holmes before I came up with
3: this, so
2: I wouldn't say it's forbidden. But uh, I was, like I said before, I was pressed for time and had to come up with something. So here we go. Forbidden knowledge: How to become a beekeeper. That's right. Do you know what Mount Everest climber Sir Edmund Hillary, rock guitarist Steve Vai. and fictional consulting detective Sherlock Holmes have in common? If you guessed all three are pretentious, stuck-up douchebags, well, you may be onto something there, but for the purposes of forbidden knowledge, you'd be wrong. All three of them are beekeepers. And with little work, you too could join the noble ranks of the honey wranglers. Here's how to do it. Before you get started, research honeybees and beekeeping to learn all you can. If possible, get first-hand experience by visiting with a honeybee keeper to get a better idea of whether or not it's a feasible venture for you. Determine whether your state and local laws require you to register or obtain licensing in order to raise honeybees. Note do this before you purchase equipment, just in case you have difficulty. Evaluate the number of hives you'll need. If you're a hobbyist, you may want to begin with a single hive. If you're starting a honey-producing business, which supposedly is very lucrative, I'm told, you may need several. Each hive could produce upwards of 50 pounds of honey each year. That's a lot of honey. That's a lot of honey. Obtain hives, frames, and other beekeeping equipment, of course. You may find inclusive beekeeping kits that contain all of what you need, or you can purchase equipment separately. Invest wisely. You'll need to buy hives, including an extra for bees to travel to when they swarm, a smoker for calming your honeybees, and protective equipment, gloves and a veil, to minimize the number of stings you're likely to receive. That's minimize, not eliminate. You're probably going to get stung if you're hanging around with honeybees. You'll also need to buy a hive tool for opening the hives, and you may need honey-extracting equipment, filtering equipment, and holding containers. I personally would suggest going to either worldofbeekeeping.com or beemaster.com. Both seemed appropriate I am the bee master. I am the, the world beekeeper. of beekeeping. I am the bee master of the world of beekeeping. Select a good spot in which to place your hives, such as an area with direct full sunlight. Note sunlight helps breeds stay warm and signal when to begin working in the morning. Much like we do. Choose a location with an easily accessible source of water so the bees don't have to go over to your neighbor's yard to look for water. The area should be protected from the wind. Ensure that your hive will have the best possible protection from predators by keeping it at least six inches off the ground. This may help prevent flooding of your hive in heavy rain areas as well. What predators? Uh, bears? I don't know. Bears like That's honey, she- you don't they? Doesn't Winnie the Pooh like honey?
3: Can you dress up yes. like a rain
2: cloud or some shit? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I guess he did, didn't he? All it? right. Uh, keep your,
2: your <laughs> keep your hive where it is not visible from the road or sidewalk. If you feel vandalism, may be a problem? I have to say, I don't think vandalism would be a huge problem. No, that's a problem that would happen once and then never right. again. Exactly, yes. <laughs> problem solved. It's sort of a self-solving problem. Buy the honeybees according to the laws of your state. You may have to order them from a state-licensed breeder. Transfer the bees you ordered to your hives, providing about one pint of sugar water, one part water, and one part sugar. Monitor regularly to ensure the bees are settling in and producing. There you have it. Forbidden knowledge, how to become a beekeeper.
1: Now, I'm sure uh, what everyone's going to do this weekend is run out to start harvesting bees.
2: Okay. My goodness. So anything? any other uh, topics we want to get to? let's see. We got,
1: why does red always beat blue? We've got the dork list, the six greatest video game theories on the internet.
2: I have to admit that one does appeal to me.
1: All right, let's do that one. This is from dorkly.com. Number six, Pokemon. You killed Gary's Raticate. Gary Oak, or blue, or douche, as you probably called him, (laughs) pops up every now and then in the first generation of Pokemon games, battling you whenever it's least convenient and generally being a snarky pain in the ass. Sympathy for the jerk was pretty low until last year when someone spread this story around the net. In short, Gary has a Rattatat, which comes Eradicate, that is a staple of his lineup all the way to the SS Anne. After you pummel his team on board the Ocean Liner, the next time you see him, he's visiting Lavender Town, the final resting place for dead Pokemon. His Eradicate is nowhere to be seen. Did the brutal onslaught of your Poke skills lay his stalwart companion to rest? Are you the real douchebag in this game? Man, I need to go sit down. Really? So, <laughs> yeah, you can see all the little tombstones wow, for all the Pokemon. Funny. I did not know there was a Pokemon grave. I did not know that either. Super Mario 3, it's just a stage
2: play. <laughs> that's funny.
1: <laughs> the internet had its collective mind blow when this image started making the round sometime last year, and it makes some damn good prints. The curtain rises at the beginning of the game and closes at the end. The platforms are bolted to the background or are supported by rope. Mario exits stage right into the darkness once he finishes the level. I could go on, but there's no need to relive the childhood crushing truth. It's almost as bad as the first time you found out that Santa was Tim Allen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's so true when you think about it. It's all, yeah.
1: Earthbound. Giygas is a fetus? Earthbound is a very fun, weird RPG with a huge cult following and a very memorable final boss battle. At first glance, it looks like stranded, a standard Japanese RPG fare. You're a group of young heroes pitted against the force of huge, insane, incomprehensible evil that goes by the name of Giygas. G Y G I Y G A S. This final form is a swirling, shrieking mass with no rhyme or reason to his... Wait. There's something familiar about this shape. Oh, shit. Yep. The corridor leading up to the battle looks like a c- cervix. The Bob's himself looks like a fetus. That combined with the fact that you were sent back in time to fight him is a vulnerable form, has led some to draw the conclusion that you are, in fact, aborting the world's most evil baby. Wow. Oh, and his lines are creepy, babbling dialogue. Those are taken from a rape victim in a movie the developer saw. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, the game was weird. Wow. I may have to find that <laughs> one somewhere on the eBay. <laughs> Just to... Never heard Diablo of 3, the secret cow level. You've never heard of the cow level? No, I've never heard of the cow level. No, I hardly ever played Diablo. Really? Okay. Yeah.
1: In the mid-90s, uh, game forums and message boards were teeming with ridiculous theories about a cow level in the original Diablo, a secret area populated by demon bovine and a powerful cow king. Some speculated that by clicking on the Tristram Tristram cows a certain number of times, you could summon a portal that would transport you there. Others claimed that it was reachable by performing an insane fetch quest or by engaging in a particular action on a certain day of the year. The rumors were officially dispelled in StarCraft with the inclusion of the code There is no cow level, which we all remember. That allowed users to automatically win the game. However, the theory was so popular that Blizzard would eventually add a cow level to Diablo 2. The lesson in all this? Ask for stupid shit and you shall receive stupid shit. (laughs) Legend of Zelda. Link meets his own ghost. Since the Legend of Zelda series takes place... Since the Legend of Zelda series takes place over the course of centuries, nearly every Link you play is just a new reincarnation of the same hero of time. You'd think that the Hyruleans would notice that every hundred years or so, a jerk named Ganon kidnaps a princess named Zelda, who was then rescued by some green-clad elf boy named Link. But no, they're too busy sweeping their porches and raising their murder chickens. <laughs> Go figure. In any case, these incarnations have never met one another. Or have they? In the beginning of Majora's Mask... Link enters the Lost Woods without a fairy to guide him, despite having been explicitly told that anyone who does this is cursed to be lost and transformed into a Stalfos. Flash forward 100 years or so to the events of the Twilight Princess, where this game's Link runs into a character called the Hero's Shade, who claims to be the ghost of a past hero. This suspiciously Stalfos-looking character responds to songs from Majora's Mask and teaches Link sword techniques that only can be learned by one of those of the Hero's bloodline. He also tells the current Link to believe in your strengths, the same advice that was given to Link back in Majora's Mask. Is this a touching reunion between past and future self? And if so, where's our game-starring skeleton Ghost Link? Forget this Nancy Pants green tunic garbage. I want to carve up Moblins with a skull-faced Phantom Knight. <laughs> Finally, Pokemon Cubone and Kangas khan the missing Link. Khan is a bit of an oddity. A kangaroo Pokemon that doesn't evolve... And when thatched, is born complete with a baby version of itself already in its pouch. Even though it's never a baby at all. Weird, to be sure, but they're magic monsters, so they've got some slack in the weird department. But players also noticed that the baby Kangaskhan bore a striking resemblance to a Cubone. An orphan Pokemon abandoned by its mother. After years of speculation, the great internet theory engine cranked out the following logical deduction. Prior to the original game's release, Cubone eventually evolved into a Kangaskhan. The developers must have removed the Missing Link Pokemon that connected Cubone and Kangaskhan and replaced it with a non-evolving Marowak. Oh, God, it's sad that I actually know who these are. Rather than deleting the Missing Link, the developers brushed it under the digital carpet by simply giving it a Pokemon index number of zero. If you played the first po- two Pokemon games, I'm assuming that's red and blue, you might recognize the index number as belonged to either a Missing Number or M, the game glitch Pokemon that you can find surfing off the coast of Cinnabar Island. Coincidence? Obviously. Except that when M levels up, it evolves into a motherfucking Kangas Holy living crap! Mom, call the FBI and ask for Agent Mulder. And that's well, from Dorkly.com. Let's see. Is there anything else we want to go to? Make a game worth stealing, then worry about piracy. Children continue to pretend Game Boys are bombs.
2: Uh, We're gonna talk d- about the next one for about ten seconds.
1: Okay. What is this one?
2: No, the next one.
1: Oh, okay, the next one.
2: It'll take ten seconds to do.
1: Let's see. Call of Duty
2: Black Ops is the best-selling video game of all time. That's it.
1: There you go. 13.7 million units in, in the United, United States, States alone. alone. Holy God. Does it say how many total? Uh, uh, no, it does not. It then took, in, took six weeks to reach $1 billion. Wow. Uh, in
2: achieving that rank, it joined an elite group of entertainment releases yeah. to reach the billion-dollar mark. Okay. Only Call of Duty and Avatar have ever achieved the billion-dollar revenue milestone. This quickly, the BBC quoted CEO Bobby Kodak of Activision.
1: No kidding. Mr. Moom's headed off the bed. Playsteer, PlayStation Move vendor traditional code. We already did we that. We did that one
2: already. And, uh, we oh, talked about she Charlie Sheen already. So actually, we've, yeah, we have... No, really you
1: know, Yeah, I'm getting me. rid of those, yeah. So I guess it's time for the quickening. Fantastic. Mr. Boone just headed for bed, actually. So I, I guess it is getting
2: kind of late. Uh, actually, it was on page one.
4: Be kings we the princes of the universe Greetings,
3: Highlander
4: You call? Here we belong Fighting to
2: survive in a war With the darkest power You have the manners of a
4: goat I'm Trying to figure out
1: what he's saying. One second please. And stop So what are you looking for? I not sure. Give me one second. I'll tell you. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, oh apparently, I see. Okay. Uh, there's only one problem. There's no link and there's no picture. <laughs> so I thank you for the text, but that's all that she sent was the text. Fail. Try again, digit. Okay.
2: Time for the quickening. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. All right, The Quickening, as always, if you have a question you would like me to answer on The Quickening, please do so at Highlander1g at gmail.com. Oh, Christ. Question, if an albino person is treated like a slave, will he turn black over time? No, but if an albino person goes down to Popeye's Chicken to get the usual, fried chicken, waffles, his GED, <laughs> he's probably going to get shot in his wallet stolen because you know he can't be down at Popeye's at this time of night. He'll be jumping around faster than your mom on a black dick. Hey, we're off. Question, if Chuck Norris was in the movie Highlander, <laughs> the source, would the movie be any better, and would the plot actually make any sense? Plot makes sense? No. It's a Highlander movie. Movie be better? Oh, hell yes. Chuck Norris is like hot sauce. Anything he's on is instantly better because he's on it. Uh, why, don't we, why don't we skip that one and go? With, we'll do that one last. This one? Yeah. Is this one last, you mean? We'll do that one last. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, Good God. Question, I need a lawyer because I may or may not have killed a hobo with a hammer. What? Is Mr. Wiggles the purple hat-wearing lawyer who lives in your head available? What are his rates? (laughs) Let me tell you something. If you have to ask, little man, you can't (laughs) afford Mr. Wiggles. You think Mr. Wiggles is Matlock or something, just taking whatever cases happen to come his way? Nah. Mr. Wiggles is like Perry Mason, the early black and white Perry Mason. Not the later Perry Mason where he ate Orson Welles in an eating contest. And because, and besides, you may or may not have killed the hobo. Listen, Mr. Wiggles is a man of action. When he sets his mind to something like winning the case, tapping that ass, getting drunk at the Christmas party and showing the secretaries his big floppy donkey dick, bottom line, he gets the shit done. Mr. Wiggles doesn't want to waste his time with almost murderers. You've got to commit all the way. <laughs> now, how do I know this? Because Mr. Wiggles lives in my head. And how do I know that there's a purple-headed lawyer than Mr. Wiggles inside my head? because Mr. Wiggles told me so inside my head. Question, should I play Rift? Well, that depends. Are you a flaming retard? Yes? Well, then maybe you should play it. Look, I'm going to give you a foolproof way of winning at Rift. Even you will be able to figure this out, and that way you don't have to actually go through the process of playing Rift. Step one, don't buy Rift. Step two, that's it. That's the whole plan. You win at Rift. Now go fuck off, jackass.
3: <laughs> I have
2: this one on my phone because I was rushed here. Question, if my middle finger is just as long as my index finger, should I be worried? Well, if your index finger is as long as your middle finger, clearly you're a freak of nature who should be put down like a syphilitic orangutan. <laughs> and let me tell you, I have met syphilitic orangutans. <laughs> Why do you think M. the Baron is over on the show? <sighs> question what time is it does anyone really know what time it is does anyone really care And there's probably only two people in the whole world who actually know what that's from so all right let's go to the last question hey hi question hey highlander which seat can i take now i wasn't quite sure how to answer this one there were a couple different ways i could go however i decided to go in a completely new direction for this show and maybe we might do it as its own bit in the future i don't know but for now i have decided to answer this question and you can go ahead and pop that up there in the form of a dramatic reading
3: uh, and you screwed that up i somehow. didn't
2: screw it up it, it's down there at the why bottom why not working down there at the bottom i just I, you saw me have a click it there you go and now a dramatic reading of the rebecca black song Friday. Seven AM, waking up in the morning. Gotta be fresh. Gotta go downstairs. Gotta have my bowl. Gotta have cereal. Seeing everything. The time is going. Ticking on and on. Everybody's rushing. Got to get down to the bus stop. Got to catch my bus. I see my friends. My friends. Mm. Kicking in the front seat. Sitting in the back seat. Got to make my mind up which seat can I take? It's Friday. Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Weekend. Friday. <laughs> Friday. Getting down on Friday. Everyone's looking forward to the weekend. <laughs> Partying. Partying. Yeah. Partying. Partying, yeah. Fun, 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 fun. Looking forward to the weekend. Seven forty five. We're driving on the highway, cruising so fast I want time to fly. Fun fun. Think about fun. You know what it is. I got this. You got this. My friend. Is by my right. I got this. You got this. Now you know it. Kicking in the front seat. Sitting in the back seat. Gotta make my mind up. Which seat can I take? (laughs) It's Friday. Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Weekend. Friday. Friday getting down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Thank
1: you. It is. Wait, William Shatner. <laughs> I gotta go replace it now because I actually used that friggin' song. Hang on. Uh the post-game, he's got to put it back. There we like, go. There we go.
2: If you have a question that you would like me to answer on the quickening, you can always do so at Highlander1g at gmail.com.
1: <laughs> Highlander equals the new Shatner. See, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> what is after Sunday? <laughs> it doesn't say, does it? Doesn't, it didn't actually go that far. Thank God. I'm in the video. <laughs> <laughs> I am laughing. <laughs> Laugh.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Howler, to test you for doing that? Well, I would too. So anyway, that's that's one thing I'm thinking for the future to do. A uh, Have you ever seen any of the other dramatic readings on? The yeah, the spoken words. Yeah, yeah. Thinking about doing that. Fred
1: says, "But which seat does he take?" That's right.
2: He didn't really answer that question. No, and that's that's one of the reasons why the song is so ridiculously stupid. The whole thing sucks. We just watched. Uh, <laughs> he he had the song up. I, I was I was assuming that Emp had not heard of the song already. Because I was going to say, oh, you seeing all these lyrics, but you probably wondering what's going on. But he downloaded the song. He's like, you've got to hear this song. And I was like, oh, I'm already two steps ahead of you because I've seen the video. Right. He was like, there's a video? So we went on YouTube and watched the video on the last break, and it is just as bad as the it
1: song. It really was. Uh, Mystic Mim and I are watching. I'm watching her face while we're watching this. this is, that right there was worth the price of admission. I was like,
3: oh, that's
1: so bad. Uh, she's got seventeen million views. That means she's raking in a lot of money from YouTube. I'm sure a lot of yeah, people got, that are, yeah, and I guess Crazy. she's like number eighteen on iTunes. Are you serious? Yep.
2: That song is horrible. She's like uh, she's thirteen years old. I know. So and she sings on like names on kind of the Well, that's why they auto tune the damn thing. But okay, so what is this? Is this
1: some guy that just sells? I mean, it, it's some. I don't know. That's
2: what that's what you were thinking I well, what they said
1: on the radio was, I think it's a guy in LA. Okay, and he's you know he'll make up these videos for
2: you, you for know, the right amount of money. For the right amount of money. So, so what we're saying is that this is like a little spoiled rich princess. Yes. Kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what this is. The parents okay. showed
1: over like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. They made this thing and put it up there. Jeez. Because somebody obviously had to write the lyrics for this thing and get everybody together to do the right acting, and all that. I mean, it's
2: it sh- looks like it was her friends because if you look in the video, no one in the video is that really. Uh, knows what they're doing. Yes, put it that way. They're of like, like they're supposed to be like putting their hands in the air and they're kind of right. uh, like that. So I'm assuming it's all their friends that got together to do it. Uh, but there's there's other videos on there too by the, the same. You're saying that the the guys he's in every single one of those. There's, I guess he's, he's always there's at like the a end. rap yeah, interlude. Yeah. I didn't I didn't want to do the rap interlude of the dramatic reading because right. we'd be here forever if we did all that, but.
1: Yeah, if I understand, the guy's always in like the end of them and at the very end it's like, oh, so that's and clip- this this, one's, this chick's coming out with this song or come back, you know, right back from this next track from so-and-so.
2: It's Gotcha, you know. gotcha. So, uh, really? What's, what's a bad girl like me doing in a place like this, question mark? <sighs> See? Well, they've got like Julianne Moore hair, but that's, that could be good or bad. That's the problem. Yeah, seeing it through again. You have to you have to do something with the hair. Straight, you know, just like that. It doesn't, yeah. <sighs> this, We can't make
1: fun of these people. We need ugly people to mail us. <laughs> All right. From now on, only send us pictures if you're ugly, because otherwise it just doesn't work. This does not help. We can't make fun of people that aren't ugly. All right. Oh, what the hell is this? Uh, that's, that's the song. This or, is, you know, oh, that's Doctor. Okay, that's something else. Oh, okay, that's never song. mind. Okay. All right, whatever. All, All right, right so... We got, yeah, I've we got it there, DigitEd. I think we're okay. done now. Yes, we're done. Finally, it's 9.30. How <laughs> to get the hell out of here? Okay. Well... Let's see. Uh, Post game music. So, what did we learn? I learned today? what Digit finally looks like. There you go. And I also learned that she's got her own YouTube channel. Does so she really? Yes. Well, she, wanted, she asked me permission to use our logo, because oh, she's doing it for like a media thing as to what gets her into media or what makes her interested in that kind of thing. Uh, the fact that we're inspiring anybody it, it scares me as <laughs> well as to scare them but the fact is as I punched my microphone here there's a hundred bucks right there in the toilet <laughs> but um, yeah I, so I thought that was kind of cool I'm like yeah we got it she absolutely use it but uh, so she got her own YouTube channel I have to do something with mine now that I can start recording video I gotta download Fraps again What'd you
2: I learned? learned Call of Duty Black Ops is the highest selling game of all time I learned that you shouldn't be drunk and wearing orange at a St.
1: Patrick's Day parade. <laughs> this is true I uh, learned how to be a beekeeper. Uh, I learned that Pokemon, or this, at least the Daily Mail, whoever it was, had a really bad advertising campaign. Really, really bad advertising. Yeah.
2: I learned that The House of Dead 2 has really bad voice really acting. Really bad voice
1: I guess that was if there was a theme for today's show. It would to be failure. Yeah. If you think about it bad songs, bad voice acting, you know, just bad everything. Yes. Uh,
2: disappointing quickening questions. Yeah, not so really overtly racist.
1: Oh, yeah, because the first one wasn't, you know, if you're will albino, how it takes to be black? You're right, no racism there.
2: <laughs> right off the bat, out the gate, yeah. Are you you're saying uh, people getting the GED of Popeyes <laughs> isn't, uh, isn't racist enough?
1: I, I learned our purge list, you know, increased
2: by half. Is that it? Oh, uh, if you're on a red team versus a blue team, you'll... Apparently we win a lot more. a chance of winning.
1: I learned that next week we will not be here. There is no show next week. We are, however, on the air Friday, 9 o'clock Eastern, for the live draft of the Vert's the World Fantasy Baseball draft on Yahoo. There is still one spot open, one team remaining. Oh man. We're 13 out of 14 teams. So we nice. have one team yeah, we, left we, to we, go.
2: We gotta make it even. Yes. Because odd is
1: stupid. So join btwproduction.com in the Empress Court, uh forums. Check it out. I also learned that we'll be doing, uh, talk about some changes coming up to this show uh, next week. We have yeah. things to talk about and uh, have to think about a direction here of where we want to go. You know, stick around or head off into the sunset, that type of thing. All right, what else? Sponsors. Yes. Thank you to our sponsors. Uh, that would be
2: uh, Typefrag Control Servers.
1: We use them for Clan Real Guard. You should too.
2: And Audible.com. If you go to Audible.com right now, you can get a free audio book. Sign up right
1: now. Our thanks to None Left, our show contributor and IRC Bitch for finding all the articles and keeping uh IRC in order. I wanna thank wise for, as always, helping out with uh, stuff behind the scenes as well as posting the podcast for me once I have it actually, you know, edited down and uploaded and sent. I wanna thank Mr. Mim for running interference with the little one for me so I can actually do this <laughs> upstairs. Uh, Hopefully we, when we move to our permanent studio. It will cease to be an issue. It will cease to, it will cease to be a permanent, a you know, recurring issue. Uh, who else is we to thank you? Well, I want to thank the listeners for tuning in. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be doing this. As always, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have fun doing this, but of course, we would just be talking to ourselves, if not for you. Uh, check out all the other shows on btdproductions.com. Check out our home site, clan1g.net, home of the guard. No guard not a whole lot going on these days but with two coming up and some other games perhaps that'll change in the future Dynasty Warriors 7 comes out next week yes you were telling me about yes that. although I haven't had the time to play Shogun yet so I don't know when I'll have the time to play Dynasty Warriors Very true. but at some point I imagine I'll have time to do something once the basement's done I'm sure a lot of my time should free up so I figure about another month of you know slipping around here before I actually get to start enjoying life let's see I, uh, da, 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 da. I think that pretty much covers all the bases yeah I think so so, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And for score for both, although Facebook right now is, for some reason, Facebook has me locked out because I think it's because I changed uh, IP addresses in computers. Oh. Okay. And now says that unusual activity has occurred here because I'm not on the same computer. So, it keeps asking me to verify who I am by looking at these pictures of people. Uh-huh. The problem is, our, you know, Facebook on this account has over like 250-some friends or whatever. Right. So, so unfortunately, don't I don't know who the hell any of these people are by, you know, picture. I have no clue. I can now identify a digit, because I've got her picture, and Ashley Summers, and that's about it. Everybody else, I have no clue. So that kind of sucks. So I don't know when we'll get Facebook back. I don't even know how to contact them to get that changed, so I don't know. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back here next week, Friday, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern, for something a little different. Uh, We'll be streaming video, probably on live stream, but check btwproductions.com, at least for now, for the uh, uh, picture, I mean, for the... Uh, info on that as to where to go to watch the video. All right, folks. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, internet. So long, everybody.
4: One run on. Let's see. One hit. That's all we got. One goddamn hit. Don't worry. Nobody's listening anyone.